Dreamville, where no one sleeps deeply. The pillows are bad and the sheets are made cheaply. But there is one family in the Sleepyville town that uses my pillow for the best sleep around. My pillows are adjustable for proper alignment, and the Giza sheets breathe so they feel no confinement. So order my pillow for great sleep refinement. Why are they so chipper? Their co-workers wondered. So much energy and zest, like they've had the best slumber. And when they peeked in the window, the secret was clear. My pillow sheets, pillows, and mattress toppers appeared. My pillow is breathable and lasts more than 10 years. It's washable and dryable and was manufactured right here. Giza cotton is what makes the softest of sheets, and the mattress topper helps support pressure points for deep, dreamy sleep. So click the link below to stop counting sheep. We want my pillow! The citizens of Sleepyville cried, but they didn't realize the family had a surprise inside. They were all given a my pillow to keep. We spent a third of our life snoozing, so let's make it quality sleep. I got towels too. And mine are blue. So welcome to my pillowville where everyone sleeps on the pillows that align and the softest of sheets. With the support of the mattress topper, the people snooze deep and wake up well rested and their deadlines they keep. So if your bed feels like rocks and your sheets feel like Brillo, you need better sleep, which means you need my pillow. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead, click the button. I'm tired of rhyming, so please click it and save me. Please, I can't rhyme anymore. Just click that link. Stop watching this and click the link to get the best sleep of your life. I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. One, two, three, four! Say hey, Johnny, for the battle call. United we stand, divided we fall. Together we are what we can be alone. We came to this country, we made it a home. This man so humble, this man so brave. A legend to many, he fought to his grave. Say family and friends from the hardship and horror in the land of depression. He gave hope for tomorrow. Say Johnny, be born, this one's for you. The strength of many and the courage of a few. To what do we owe this man whose fight was for the masses? He gave his life. Country, you made it all. Friends of the locals who dabbled in crime. He 
for the battle call. United we stand, divided we fall. Together we are what we can't be alone. We came to this country, you made it all. Say hey Johnny for the battle call. United we stand, divided we fall. Together we are what we can't be alone. We came to this country, you made it all. And the boys on the docks needed John for sure. When they came to this country, he opened the door. He said, man, I'll tell you, they don't like our kind. Though it starts with your fist, it must end with your mind. Say hey Johnny for the battle call. United we stand, divided we fall. Together we are what we can be alone. We came to this country, you made it all. And welcome back, fuckers. What the hell is going on? Not quite sure. What the hell is going on? Weird. Seriously. Uh, Where's our picture? Hello. Uh, Hello. Hello. Okay. How come? There we are. There we are. Oh, wow. That's a serious lag. That's some serious lag. Yeah. We need to to fuck with that a bit. Okay. Uh, Okay. Well, give me a minute. Okay. I'm going to have to figure this out because I don't know what the hell is going on. And there's not much I can do once we're recording. Mm-hmm. It's a little difficult. 8,000. Is that too high? No. It's actually supposed to be higher than that. Okay. But we don't have a camera that can keep up with that because our camera's retarded. Although I did buy a new one, but we don't have an HDMI cord for it yet because it needs a special one. So anyway, Great. welcome back, fuckers, to another, another edition. edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I'm the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved better half. Leland. Hello, Patriots. So as I figure this out real quick, we might have to jump out of here real quick. We'll come right back in, though. Yeah. The second that I can figure out what in God's name is going on. Hmm. Now that's at 10,000, but the other one's at 8,000. Maybe that's an issue. Eh, it could be. We'll see. What the hell was that, though? Um, streaming. Mm-hmm. This bad boy up. I thought you might bring the other one down, but okay. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, is it still? Yeah, it's still skipping around. God yeah. Damn it. All right. That's Fucking really sucks. Video. Uh, this is why life sucks when you're dealing with cameras. Uh, let me do one other thing real quick. Okay. Let me see how many bad, how bad we're losing stuff here. Oh, shit. We're skipping 1,000, 16,000 due to encoding lag. Okay. So how do you fix that? That's a great question. Okay. I have no idea. Uh, anybody wise on this stuff? Can somebody tell me what the hell encoding lag means and what do I got to do to fix it? Kyle, I see you're in here. You know anything about encoding lag and how we fix it? Man, motherfucker. Man, motherfucker. Okay. Well, maybe you should turn that off. Well, I don't know where the hell it is. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, what a night. What a this, way to start I got, the day. I got like home Uber late, so I've, yeah, been, I've been trying to catch up big time i'm still not even ready for this yes and that happens though you're gonna have that all right give me a sec we're gonna be right back we're gonna try something uh is it, it fixed? fixed it looks like it oh look at that turning it okay we're not off. lagging anymore fantastic well we're not really we are lagging still it looks better now though it does look better okay very odd very all very right well odd. good enough it's very odd fuck it 
Fuck it. Tomorrow we'll have a brand new, yes. um, like super 4K duper high cost speed. Cost us a ton of money. Seriously, camera. Uh, yeah, and I'm still not ready. So anyway, what did we miss this weekend? Um, well, we missed uh, the return of COVID or the the COVID narrative, which is why I'm calling this the return of COVID. Um, is it on the uh? Is it on the dark side of the moon side of the well, track or the dark side? No, of the actually, Ron DeSantis came out and said that uh, they're they're going to bring out another COVID variant or whatever after the midterm so they can lock us down again. Oh, that'd be sweet of them. Yeah. And that, wouldn't that be, though? So return to the COVID narrative. Whole bunch of people died over the weekend. Um, so we'll we'll get into that. Into, Apparently uh, we're hot Into right our now. Deadpool. Okay. Well, fantastic. There we go. All right. That's a little better. And uh, I, I don't know. Why are we hot, Big Dumb? Kyle? We're like hot. Okay, fantastic. Well, uh, I, I will say that there is currently a competition going on to see who is the biggest idiot. It's between Biden, Cameltoe, and Putin. Well, I uh, I got something on that. So I do, I do of too. Of course, I'm not ready for it. Of course, you're not ready for it. So, um... Of course, you know, everything is Putin's fault. We're, we're well aware of that, right? Everybody but knows But it's Putin, that. Putin, Putin. It's like, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Um, except it's worse. Except it's Putin. Okay. So did you hear that Putin arrested his head of, um, like, the equivalent of their, of our CIA? Yeah, the KGB. Well, not, he, they're not quite, they're called something else yeah, now. Yeah, the FSB. Yeah, whatever, FSB. The Federal so, State Security Bureau. Arrested him and his deputy. Yeah, I know. Okay. That, that happened a while ago. Uh, over the weekend. No, that happened like two weeks ago. Did it really? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's old news. Hmm. Interesting. How many other people have heard that? I've heard about. I've heard that. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, prominent members of the Five Eyes Intelligence Alliance. What is the Five Eyes Intelligence Alliance? It's the five big com countries: U.S., uh, your, um, CIA, Europe. MI6, no, Mossad. No, it's the five big countries. Five Eyes is. Um, U.S., Canada, Europe, or England, um, uh, Sweden, and I'm trying to remember the fifth in there. I want to say it's Israel. Okay. It's five eyes. Anyway, so they've said that Kremlin's, Kremlin insiders believe there is a medical explanation for the Russian president's decision to invade Ukraine nearly three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Adrenochrome? Uh, they're actually saying... Uh, Analyses have focused on how Putin, 69, appears in recent photos and footage in conjunction with his behavior towards diplomats and politicians. A source in the security forces told the Daily Mail that personal testimony from those around Putin offered the most valuable insight into the minds of the Russian president. They said, it's only human sources that can offer you the sort of rich, rich picture that we have of Putin's psyche. There has been an identifiable change in his decision making over the past five years or so. Which was about when Trump got into office. Hmm. Uh, those around him see a marked change in the cognizance and clarity of what he says and how he perceives the world around him. They added this was on top of Putin not having a negative feedback loop where the Russian president would not be informed on some of the invasion's failures. So he's got a bunch of yes men that are scared to tell him what's really going on. This mm -hmm. comes as former head of MI6, Sir Richard Dearlove, suggested a number of the behaviors exib exhibited by Vladimir Putin could correspond to a Parkinson's diagnosis. 
I have not seen that. I actually have seen him on TV now. Like, well, maybe we don't know if we've actually seen him on TV. Well, that's so true. You have to understand. You have to remember when you have state controlled media, uh, nothing that you're seeing is the actual truth. It's not what's actually going on. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is, you know, well, it may have been a video from last week. It may have been a video from last week, a year ago. So, uh, Sir Richard Dearlove explained that a loss of restraint is often linked to the disease, which affects approximately one in 500 people. Where did this come out of? What um, was the news organization? The Daily Mail. Okay. Well, I was making sure that they were liberal. So uh, this actually came from uh, Express Express UK. But they're, okay. they're reporting on a story that the Daily Mail put out. Okay. Because, you know, they all, they just, it's a big circle jerk. We all, we all know this. So basically now they're saying that... Um, Vladimir Putin is not right in the head. Of course he's not right. Isn't that interesting? But you know who's really not right in the head? Who's that? Joe Biden. Well, we know that. Are you ready to play the no, first I'm clip? Not. No, I'm No, so of course you're not. You have to wait. Of course. You have to go on to the next Okay, story. well, I'll, I'll go on to the next story then. So um, let's see. Actually, let's uh, run through some comments real quick because everybody's in already. Fantastic. Yeah, I like it. We've so, we got a lot of people watching. Yeah, Biden sucks stuff, says uh, good evening. Oh, wait, hold on. Forgot. Dude, nothing's Are fucking working tonight. Are you serious? Nothing is working tonight. This Dude. is absolutely ridiculous. This is what happened. Listen to James. And you go plug in. There it is. For the Wolfpack, of course. Okay. And then for our... That they may take our lives. Dedicated listeners. But they'll never take our freedom. There you go. All right. So uh, Biden sucks up. Said we should try um, Jaekwondo to fix the lag. So that's, I'm thinking that, about it. That is that is a possibility. This new camera that I bought, I actually got Jaekwondo insurance on it. So that's pretty fantastic. So if I shoot a bear in the dick mm -hmm. and I accidentally hit the camera, we're yes. going to get refunded the money? Fuck, yes. Yeah, yes. We I'm just have to about. pay like a $39 deductible. Outstanding. Which is okay. We're doing it. $1,000 camera. I'm going right now. I'm so good with um, Big Dumb says, yeah, we're hot. Not audio hot, just hot, like on fire hot. So okay. I, I like that too. I like it. Um, can you scroll down in the comments more? Cause I can't really see them. Rob Marie said, what's up Patriots. And, uh, yeah. Ha ha. So, okay. All right. Anyway, give me one more second. Oh, for fuck's sake. Well, all right. Well, good thing I have, I, I was prepared. So I have a whole stack of stories here. That is some crazy shit. So I'll tell you what, before we get into Ukraine and all that craziness, since Mix doesn't have the clips ready to go yet, because he's still trying to print his stories, um, let's get into some other craziness that's going on because you guys know how I love to talk about, um, conspiracy theories, especially ones that are proven true. So let's, let's go into true spiracies. We'll do a little true spiracy segment. So you remember how uh, a couple months back we talked about how, um, they were going to start composting people like liquefying them and turning them into dirt. Literally, God, I can't wait till and using them for fertilizer and shit, right? As long as well, and because it's we were, certain we were people, like, because like I want to see like Jen Pisaki <laughs> get turned into liquid dirt. Um, mm -hmm. Some other well, people. So, because um, and we were talking about, well, what are they going to do with all the dead people? Mm -hmm. And the, there's a lot of dead people, and we'll get into that too. Um, but uh, so from the U.S. Sun, all right. <laughs> An exclusive down to earth. My late husband was turned into soil at the world's first human composting facility. Where's that at? It, where do you think it is? Germany? No, it's not. It's here in the United States. Oh, is it? It's on the West Coast. Go of figure. course. It's in, it's in Cucky, California. 
Uh, yes, yeah, so, or maybe Oregon or Washington. Anyway, what so, the fuck is Jay Kwondo? Um, well, welcome to the conversation, Kyle. But Jay Kwondo <laughs> is a martial arts system. Discipline. That was, yeah, it was a discipline. It's a it discipline. was established established by the Jay Kwondo master himself, Justin. Justin, Justin, who from has, cannabis in combat. Who, by the way, is running for sheriff now. And uh, we're just going to go ahead and uh, we fight bears. That's what we do. Yes. Uh, we don't fight people. Matter of fact, you can't even fight somebody in Jaekwondo until you fought a bear. So you have to fight and a bear first. Once you fight a bear, you don't even fight people anymore because what's the point after you fought a bear? Exactly. Yes. And we have different trades. We have different styles and whatnot um, for the the low price of only $10,000 a month. Yes. I'll teach you how to shoot a bear in the dick. Yes. That is that from a is distance away. Jaekwondo. That is what Jaekwondo is. <laughs> it is fake. It is made up. It is just like we're making fun of the MMA and we're saying, oh, the MMA is fake and gay. <laughs> yes. But we came up with our own and it's just so fucking Jay crazy. Yep. That, who's going to believe that? Nobody. Okay. So uh, when we die, we're faced with the two routes through which we can depart the earthly realm. Burial or cremation. Okay. Liquefied cremation. But now there's a new one. Now you can have your uh, your person's your loved one's remains composted. Mm -hmm. Can I? I can put them by a tree. So speaking uh, to the sun. Anyway, there was a this this farmer amigo Bob Castiano had a special connection with the planet. So his wife went through this company called like Recompost. I'm not even kidding. Um, and she said, when we picked up his compost and I touched the soil that remained of him, a profound sense of peace came over me. It had been three months since he died. I missed him very much. And touching the soil that had been his earthly body made me feel like everything was okay. Everything was okay. So near the end of his life, the pair discussed how he might like to be laid to rest and settled on composting. It seemed the perfect fit after he'd spent years pushing compost as an eco-friendly alternative to chemical fertilizers. Bob was a fierce advocate for the earth and wanted to leave the least impact when he passed. He was passionate about what he believed in and knew he could be leading the way for other people interested in human composting. So Jennifer com uh, contacted Recompose, which has a facility in Kent, Washington. Kent, Washington. There we go, where people's remains are gently converted into soil. The process dubbed recomposition is offered as an alternative alternative to the traditional burial or cremation. So I guess um, there's no more ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Now you came from the earth and you return to the earth as the earth to feed the nutritious plants. And that's what we're going to do with the billions of dead people that are all over the place. Or coming soon. Sure. Coming soon to to a, a city near you. No, no, wait, no. You're um, now. I'm now. I'm going on my conspiracy theories. Okay, so you're so, you're well, gonna no, have to hold nope. on. Hold on, because I got a question about this. Yeah. Okay, okay. Go ahead. So let me make sure I get this right. Mm -hmm. You want to be f Earth friendly, right? Yep. So they're gonna now, when a body's in the ground. Does it not do the same thing just more naturally? If you've been vaccinated, does that make a difference in the compost? A color of the compost, maybe? I think the quality of the compost? Stringent. The, the quality. Most, I mean, are we going to end up with spike? That's how they're going to introduce spike proteins into our food. They're going to compost vaccinated how, dead people. How about and the spike proteins are going to translate into our tomatoes. There we go. I'm done. <laughs> 
how about, how about just to taint bury me in the field somewhere and I'll become one with the earth again <laughs> that exactly. way. Exactly. Why do you need to go through the process of composting? Actually, like, you, you know, know what? what? Just chop me up, put me through the wood chipper and stick me like they did in Connecticut back in the day. You know, all he got in trouble for that. Uh, and, I was about um, to say he went to jail for the rest <laughs> of his life. But minus but, uh, all that. You know, that, that he was the original what recomposter. About, what about, this is why I want di- dinosaurs on the earth. Okay? <laughs> Were dinosaurs even real? Well, there's a possibility. There's a possibility they weren't. Who knows? Yeah. But the point is, is the reason I want don- dinosaurs back on the earth again. So that way I can get eaten and then I get shit out and then I naturally become part of the earth all over again. I think these people just figured out that death services, which we talked about the last time, has seen a huge profit. So they're just trying to get in on the, the money that's coming out here. So, so instead of paying extra for them to take care of the body, now you pay way more for them to do, do nothing. nothing. Exactly. Hey, that's talent right there. You know, stick them in a little, in a, in a big old compact compost drum, throw some quick compost shit on it. Tara, is taint like, are you saying it ain't or taint? Taint. taint, taint. taint. The taint. <laughs> that's a special place. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. So either way. So let's go with knucklehead. Oh my Uh, God. No, 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 no. I've got two more. Hurry up. Okay. Um, An asteroid impacts the earth just two hours after it was discovered. Asteroid 2022 EB5 was small and burnt up in the the atmosphere. However, more asteroids are coming. One flying by closer to the earth than the moon. Did we not? Did we not already talk about this? Have this, we we have talked about this at great length. I know. From Dart to now. Yep. This is the second one yes. that wow magically just the, appeared. All, like the asteroid stories are going crazy. NASA's taking is gay. with the asteroid narrative. This came from the Jerusalem Post. Yeah, but NASA's that we, almost makes it biblical. It came out of Israel. Does it though? I mean, did they name the fucking astro? Uh, asteroid fucking abraham or something well and then apparently there's a big solar storm today did you hear about that one i heard it was a flare i didn't hear it was was like a a, a, like the biggest flare we've had so far this cycle which of course they're only going to increase because it hits the well we're halfway point no no we're getting closer and closer to the election so as we get close don't worry about it russia's gonna hack the election again i've got more coming up on that too but no as we get closer to the election yes they're gonna drop the internet with it a solar surge or an asteroid or who who the fuck knows? Viking funeral. Viking Absolutely, funeral. Yes. completely agree. Yep. You know the Vikings. I well, I don't know. I've heard the Romans stole it from the Vikings. The Vikings stole it from the Romans. I've heard it both ways. But I heard that they're both. I mean, it's the same thing. They shoot an arrow that's on fire. You're floating out there in the water, and all of a sudden you burn up. I'm pretty sure it's probably the Romans stole it from the Vikings. But whatever. Love uh, said taint, and my mind went elsewhere. <laughs> yes, ours did too. Obviously. So easy. It's like, oops, squirrel. Ooh, piece of candy. Okay. Ooh, so candy. this this uh this asteroid yes, is, don't look up. is coming close. Um and uh so something about 300 meters wide, like the asteroid Apophis could destroy an entire continent. Uh an asteroid over a kilometer in width, like 2001 CB21, which you, flew past the Earth in early March, could trigger a worldwide cataclysm. Do you think, do you think, for one second, and mm-hmm. I'm just spitballing here. Yep. What is the possibility they're going to use an asteroid crashing into Ukraine at the same time the Russians just happen to fire nuclear no, weapons no. at Ukraine? No, no, it gets better. The asteroid, this this is my... This named is, it Uranus? This is my prophecy. I've got two stories together and I'm linking them. Okay, okay? go for it. All right. Super volcano 
Experts warned new threat rising up beneath the U.S. It's a relative of Yellowstone. You know where it is? It's under New England. I've heard about that before. Right? Not. <laughs> New England is bedrock, okay? There's... If there's a if there is a super volcano rising up under New England, we are in the apocalypse. We are most definitely in the apocalypse. It's over, folks. You might as well go ahead, bend over, kiss your ass goodbye, because so... that's over. But that's that's comes as a surprise. So uh, volcanic eruptions have unsettled human civilizations for thousands of years, such as the infamous Mount Vesuvius eruption in 79 AD, which buried the ancient city of Pompeii in meters of volcanic ash and pumice. More recently, the uh, eruption in Tonga in January blasted ash 60,000 feet into the sky and obliterated a volcanic island. The eruption, which killed at least five people, was described as a once-in-a-thousand-year event and ex is expected to rank as high as five on the volcanic Explosivity Index, the VEI. Supervolcanic eruptions, meanwhile, measure eight on the VEI, the highest possible value. So there are, and they erupt around every 17,000 years and are approximately a thousand times more powerful than the Mount St. Helens eruption of 1980. Uh, so there are around 20 known supervolcanoes on Earth, including Yellowstone, which everyone knows about Yellowstone from, of course, you know, the movie... 2020. Uh, 2012 or 2012, um, yeah. but a big a breakthrough 2018 study revealed a new supervolcano may be brewing beneath the u.s states of massachusetts vermont and new hampshire mm -hmm. where that's my only question where? Uh, a paper in 2016 initially concluded there is an active independent upwelling of molten rock below the surface known as the north appalachian anomaly Scientists at Rutgers University used two years of data off the back of the 2016 study to establish a better idea of what's brewing beneath. Uh, Professor Vadim Levin, a geophysicist, told Fox News, the upwelling we detect is like a hot air balloon and we infer that something is rising up through the deeper part of our planet under New England. The region in which they made the discovery is a geologically stable and has no active volcanoes. The magma buildup, therefore, is relatively recent in terms of the Earth's geological processes, tens of millions of years, in other words. It will likely take tens of millions of years for the upwelling to get where it's, it's going. Um, however... They're saying that uh, the supervolcano under Yellowstone is much closer to eruption, right? Because they just bury that little fact fact in here. Um, so if the asteroid were to hit anywhere, I mean, in the middle of the United States, it could trigger the supervolcano of Yellowstone. Which also, in this is all hypothesis, of course. Oh, yeah. No, this is totally no, 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 straight no, up conspiracy. Shut here. up. This is hypothesis. However, what are the chances or what do you want to bet that if this does happen, there is a gigantic EMP that also takes place at the same exact time? Absolutely. Because it is a hypothesis that there is a possibility that during a volcano, an eruption from a volcano, a massive opening earth ground opening fucking volcano that just shakes the rest of the world. Yep. There is a possibility that it it has the explosive force to create an EMP, which would decimate the entire electrical grid. Yes, everywhere. Yep. That would bring not down that anyone everybody. care because everyone would basically be dead from the super volcano erupting in the middle of our country. So, so you know, whatever. Really quick, love for all. Is that a TV show or a movie? Us and them. Because I'm actually looking for that. Um, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime. 
Us and Them. There it is. TV show. Yeah, I think it's a TV show. Us I have them. not seen that, but I will put it on my binge list. Oh, right so now I'm on The Last Kingdom because I do love history. Gavin and Stacy who try to maintain their relationship while combating polarizing families. I don't think this is it. Uh, it talks about the end of the world too. So blue bloods and red bloods. Maybe polarizing families. So rich, rich girl meets poor guy. That's based on a British TV show. Too. Oh, definitely rich, rich girl, poor guy or whatever. A mockumentary. Uh, they called it a mockumentary. Fantastic. Of it right off the bat. Okay. All right. Well, we're definitely going to look that one up. All right. So those, that one too. those are my, um, those are my conspiracy theories. For, I have not seen it for my true spirit. Is it any good for the day? So I'm guessing you're bringing it up because it is good, but I'm just wondering. It talks about the end of the world too. Okay. Oh, it's uh, on YouTube. So get Okay. Get safe, get south. Yep. Hell yeah. That's what it means. It's on YouTube. Yep. Okay. I don't like going on YouTube, but yeah, I'll go look at it. Yeah. Posted it on the chat. All right. Appreciate it, madam. Started orphan black again. Okay. Is that good? I hope it is. I haven't seen that one yet either. I fucking suck at watching TV shows, but I work too he, much to do that. He really does. And we even missed Outlander last night. I know. Which was so, we and really then we like, put it on at night and then we fell asleep like 20 minutes. You fell asleep as soon as we put it on. I fell asleep like 20 minutes in. It's a good. So I do, we do love Outlander, by the way. All right. So, so Joe Biden. All right, getting into the actual news, the real news, the competition between who's the biggest Never idiot. forget what we've accomplished together so far. And by the way, the American people just trying to stay above water don't understand this. You tell them what the American Recovery Act was, they look at you like, what are you talking about? Never forget what we've accomplished together. So the ultimate bits of stupidity. What's yes. the American Recovery Act? Yes. That's because it the wasn't American a thing. The American people don't understand this because we're too stupid to understand anything. That's, which It's just a thing. Don't yes. worry about it. Yes, yes. So okay, that's, that's, that's stupid number one. Okay. Has everybody seen the Bill Barr coverage too this weekend? Oh, just yeah. wondering. Yeah. And does anybody else get really fucking angry when they see Bill Barr now on TV? Oh my God. Like I just want to reach through the screen and punch him in the fucking face. I, I, I've never been like, more I want to throw a punch him. Seriously. Biden sucks stuff says Outlander gets me laid every time. Oh. If Mick would stay awake for it, it might get him laid too. Yeah, I got that problem. <laughs> you're you're going to have that on those big jobs, but everybody knows that. Um, <laughs> So anyway, yeah, the Bill Barr thing is getting out of hand. Uh, everybody's covering for him. Fox News is doing, obviously, yeoman's work in covering for him. Um, he he is. I think he is. He, yeah, he, he looks, looks like, like a, a sad, sad man. man. Yeah, he, I think he's worse than that. I think he's just in, uh, decrepit. He can't do anything. Um, he realizes that he fucked up. And now he's trying to make a name for himself and being, I was the one that always told you that Trump was bad. No, you didn't. Bill, you were right behind him when all of this big shit started. So you really need to shut the fuck up, sit back down and just color in the corner because nobody wants to hear you anymore. And now you're making an absolute fool of yourself because we all remember the conversations you had on TV with us when you were the only one that we thought we could trust. Everybody else seemed to fucking bullshit us about what Donald Trump was doing, what the chances of Trump going to jail were. And you were the only one that seemed to tell the truth. However, that has now yet changed again. Go figure. You've you've become a rhino. You have become exactly what you've despised. And um, I'm, I'm done with it. And his story, I, I watched three interviews this weekend. I watched his original one on NBC. I watched the one on Fox News, uh, both with Maria Bart Bartiroma and uh, the one with Tucker the other night. And then I watched the other one on um, CNN. Was that the one where he said that... Um he uh he didn't 
he didn't think Trump should run again in 2024 because he was too yeah, divisive all, a candidate. All three of them were that way. Okay. But the big parts is his story changed between three interviews. His story changed all three times. Of course, because so, of the, all of them are lies. That tells me that there's not a fucking thing in his book that even comes close to the truth because the only time that you lie that much and that obvious is when you're trying to make the story up from your memory. He's obviously trying to make this story up from his memory and nothing's fitting correctly, but it gets better. And I don't know. Did you get Pisaki's clip from today? I didn't because it came or out from yesterday. It, I think it was from yesterday. It was on one of the Sunday talk shows No, uh, where she maybe. said the Russians stole. Uh, Pisaki says the Ru Russia hacked the 2016 election uh, during I, the briefing. I do have that story, but I don't think I have the clip of her. Oh, that's too bad. Because she would definitely win the, the, fucking, the stupid award, the stupid award for today. Uh, at least get the gold medal in the games. Yeah. Because um, right now, Pisaki said that Russia was hacked in 2016 during the uh, for the election during the briefing on combating disinformation. Um, she said this again. This is not the first time she's ever said it. This won't be the last time. We all understand that. We're not joking about it. We know that she's not going to, they're not going to change the narrative this late in the game. However, she did say when she was asked on Thursday, uh, what is being done to reduce the spread of falsehoods in the U.S. about Russian leader Vladimir Putin and the invasion of Ukraine? She said that the best antidote for misinformation is the truth. Well, good. I'm so glad we tell the truth all the time. I'm glad she's finally catching on. Yeah. The sad part is, is her news stations aren't. However, goes on. They said during the same conversation, she accused Russia of hacking the 2016 election, despite a lack of evidence from U.S. officials indicating actions from the Kremlin changed vote tallies. Okay. Matt, a Miller, uh, Miller of the National Security Council, and I have both spent uh, many versions of time in the government. And if you look back in 2014, and frankly, even 2016, when Russia invaded Ukraine, and then in 20, this is where it gets crazy. This is what she said, folks. I'm quoting her. Matt Miller of the National Security Council and I have both spent many versions of time in government. If you look back at 2014, and frankly, even 2016, when Russia invaded Ukraine, and then in 2016, when they, you know, of course, they hacked our election. Here, we did, we did not do that, right? Let me read that one more time, because if you think I'm lying to you, it's right here in, on mm -hmm. this little document, okay? Matt Miller of the National Security Council and I have both spent many versions of time in government. And if you look back in 2014, and frankly, even 2016, when Russia invaded Ukraine, and then in 2016, when they, you know, of course, hacked our election here, we didn't do that, right? Why would you say that? on the podium in front of a bunch of reporters? Uh, all, all I can think is that maybe she wants the Department of Homeland Security to come arrest her. And, and I say that because, you know, they, they just released uh, new rules. Concerning TikTok. Hold on, this gets better. No, no, no. Saying that DHS will target anyone who believes the election was stolen or who challenged Fauci's yeah. okay. COVID narrative. So here comes... Here comes, this is it. I told you all there was going to be a breaking point. Yep. This is going to be it right here. Because, hey, real quick, just because I know everybody's watching, and I know there's people that aren't watching right now, but Biden sucks stuff. Got a question for you, bud. If the federal government were to knock on your door right now and say, hey, come with me, you were posting misinformation about the election, what would the, your answer be? 
because I know what mine would be. And if yours isn't a bunch of bullets flying at that door, there's a fucking problem because that's exactly what this is. This is communism. This is Nazism. This is all the bullshit yeah. that we all love to hate, that we cannot stand, that we're apparently just afraid that if it happens here, well, the liberals are afraid. If it happens here, oh, the American people will just go with it. No. Is this not what's going on currently in Russia? Yeah. Russia right now, there are people in Russia that have no, not a fucking idea that there's a war going on right now in Ukraine. Why is that? Is it because there's really not a war going on in Ukraine? Or is it because Russia's just controlled the media? I, I have it. I Well, you know, I have some interesting, uh, another interesting clip on uh, towards we'll, that. We'll come so, back to that. Yeah. So. Pisaki continued to go on about the big lie, and she referred to everything that took place in the, after, obviously, the 2020 election, how, you know, Biden defeated Trump, this, that, and the other thing, and uh, everything else that took place in the 2016 election and how Trump beat Clinton, 304 to 227. And then she continued to talk about how the DNC servers were hacked by the Russians. Now, there's an interesting point to this, and it came out in this what? little meeting. What? That the DNC servers were hacked by the Russians. By the Russians. Yes, they said that early on in 2016, if I, you remember. Wasn't that entirely debunked? Yes, it has. What's the second thing that happened? Interesting point to this. Would you? Sorry, I thought I had my volume all the way down. I'm checking the chat on Rumble. There's a Hi, people on Rumble. Yes. Hi, Rumble. Uh, we can't look at your stuff all at the same time. Here soon, hopefully, though, we might be able to. Yeah, working on it. Um, the, what happened with the DNC? Yes, that's all been debunked. Not only has it been debunked, but it just came out that those servers that magically disappeared, that CloudStrike went in and reviewed, yep. who happened to be the other group that was also in charge, which now we know from Durham, happened to be the other one that was looking into the then president candidate, presidential candidate, Donald Trump, and then president Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. They're all the same group. Mm -hmm. The same ones that looked at the DNC servers also yep. were the same ones that were helping out. Uh, what's his name to bing the phone, say that there were phones down there yep. and they were tapping into making it look like the end around went back to Russia. All of that's been linked together. So that completely debunks everything that took place with the servers that supposedly the DNC got hacked by the Russians. That also destroys the narrative that the Russians hacked the election and jumped into our election and put a whole bunch of votes in Trump's corner. How are we still believing this? We're still believing this because we're all controlled. If you have not seen Tucker Carlson's intro from Friday night, I have it. It's I coming. ask you to go just listen to it. Eight in, minutes it's, in. It's in here. It's an eight minute long clip. We're not going to play the whole eight minutes. Mm -mm. I'm telling you right now, we are being controlled. Everything we're being told is bullshit. Yep. Everything that is going on is bullshit. Just hold on to it. Yep. The bullshit just keeps getting deeper. We have no idea whether or not there's a real war going on in Ukraine or not. No. I can't tell. I can't surmise between the bullshit that comes out of Ukraine to the bullshit that comes out of Russia. Then I just turn around and watch the news here. And, and that's all, all bullshit. bullshit. So now I'm confused as to what's bullshit and what's not. You used to be able to go to uh, Great Britain. You used to be able to go to Br Great Britain and check out Great Britain, watch them, and you could kind of get the middle of the ground. You can't get dick now. Yeah. Everybody's full of shit. Apparently, uh, 
there's all of these foreign soldiers, some of our soldiers, like retired special forces and I know I active special forces in Ukraine fighting right now. You were asked to go. Yeah. So uh, do you know anyone who's over there? Yeah. Well, can you talk to them and find out what the fuck is going on? Well, I haven't talked to him since he got on the ground, but uh, we talked about it the other night when we were on here with James. Yeah. I uh, told him about uh, Charlie, look up uh, the Canadian. Yeah. The top Canadian sniper, he just went over. Um, he and I are buddies. He asked me if he wanted me to come with him. I said, uh, mm, no, no. Um, I'm not sure that, well, actually I said, I'm not sure there's a war going on right now. He started giggling. He's just like, well, I'm pretty sure we can introduce the rest of the Russians and Ukrainians to dick punch then. I said, yeah, we could. Excellent. We could. Okay. Well, well, play stupid clip number two. This is, this, this is the guy that goes into, um, Vladimir Putin's, uh, supposed issues. You can drop that stream on the bottom too. Just hit the close part there. Psychotic rants. Anyway, is Putin capable of pushing the nuclear button? Is it? You know, vital for the future okay. of World War Three, which I guess is what we're talking about, is, you know, vital for the future of humanity, not to put too fine a point on it. Um, I think what's also worrying is the speculation, and it is speculation that Maybe Putin's behavior, maybe his rationality is prejudiced or compromised by illness. I mean, the best explanation, you know, which we don't know whether it's correct or not, is that he may have Parkinson's. Um, that certainly uh, I've heard from several neurologists who, who say that, you know, loss of restraint, psychosis, are very common Parkinson's symptoms. Um, and then there's visual evidence that he may be on steroids because of the way his appearance has changed. Um, yeah, I think it's very worrying. And, and, and okay, let, let's suppose that's the case, we don't know, that someone in that position who seems so dominant you know has his finger on the nuclear button yes it's very worrying so if you replaced putin with biden that could actually totally fit he he didn't he didn't really say anything though no did did anybody else notice there was a lot of words there he gave a lot of excuses but he didn't say anything he didn't say like you know putin's got because the one thing that really came to a head, obviously, we reported on it. We've been reporting on it. This is nothing new for us. But the whole part about the the chemical labs and everything that are over in yeah, the bio labs. Ukraine right now. And uh, this weekend, it was asked of, I want to say it was, uh, what's her name? Uh, I want to say it's Pisaki again. She was asked, she was like, hey, what are the chances of Ukraine or Russia dropping biological or chemical weapons? Because if there is truly a war going on down there or out there, um, Seriously, today or, well, if they ever do actually try to take Kiev, the biggest problem there is it is going to be house to house, street by street. You're going to have to clear it. And if you give anything back, you're going to have to re-clear that area. That is some of the worst fighting that you can ever get into. I, I saw it in Mosul. I saw it down in fucking, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, in Iraq, um, where the Marines were, um, out west. Um, I 
fucking names for, uh, slipping me right now. I saw it in Bagram. I saw it uh, in West uh, West Afghanistan, Western Afghanistan, where we were cleaning hut by hut by hut. We're clearing hut by hut by hut by hut. Um, and they were leaving IEDs behind. They were trying to kill us at every turn. Uh, biggest difference between us and Russia, we just did it. We're watching this very closely because A, we just did it. B, we know it's going to cost them. The human cost sacrifice alone is going to be massive to do that and not fuck those buildings up. Unless you go put a one five five round through the bottom of each one of those buildings, which is a really big, just think of a Yugo. Think about a Yugo with an explosive head on it. That's about the size of a one five five round. That's what you're firing at the bottom of one of these buildings. Um, Unless you're doing that, you are not going to get through that city very easily. It's going to be a tough fight from start to finish. This whole thing, if he goes this route, is there a chance? Because what's the next best way to do it without destroying any of the buildings? Well, obviously, you drop some biological or you don't do nuclear because nuclear is going to destroy everything. Yeah. A biological weapon, though, which he's done before. Putin's done this before. He, we all know about the Russian mustard gas. That's nothing new. But that getting dropped in something like Kiev, I could definitely see that happening. Yeah. 100% see that happening. Yeah. Um, but what's crazier is as this guy comes out and starts talking about his mental state and how Parkinson's affect him. I'm sorry. Michael J. Fox never has come out and said, drop the bomb. <laughs> the nuclear bomb? Wait, no, didn't, didn't he do that in war games? No, because he wasn't shaking that bad. Oh, okay. And that wasn't Michael. That was uh that wasn't Michael J. Fox. That was uh Broderick. That oh, was Matthew, Matthew Broderick. Broderick. That's right. That okay. Mike, get get your actors right. Jesus Christ. I, you know, those those bad 80s actors. I don't know. So just this uh, just today, I guess I guess this just happened today. I was actually very interested to read this, but the New York Times reported it. So of course I had to take it with a grain of salt. I had to go look it up once I heard this. But according to what we heard today, uh, apparently old Vlad went to uh, Xi Jinping and uh, asked him, um, actually Xi Jinping went to Vlad, said, hey, um, we need you to pull off this uh, Ukrainian war thing. You need to stop. They want a de-escalation. China wants a de-escalation of violence in Ukraine. And Putin, of course, you know, he's known, been known to work with the Chinese, so it's nothing new there. But China said that, look, the economic assistance alone um, is hurting our economy because right now nobody's trading with you, which means your stuff isn't getting trading with us, which means we're not allowed to trade with anybody either because we're part of that little triangle area. So China has now jumped on the bandwagon that, oh, Russia's got to back off Ukraine, which is weird. Really? Yes. So Xi Jinping of China has strengthened a partnership with Mr. Putin and stood by him as Russia stepped up its military campaign against Ukraine, destroying cities and killing hundreds of civilians. Of course, all the pages stick together because it was just printed. Thousands of civilians. American officials were watching China closely to see whether or not it will act on, uh, act on requests of aid from Russia. Jake Sullivan said in the White House National Security Advisor met on Monday in Rome with Yang Chi Chi, a member of the Chinese Communist Party elite Politburo and director of the party's Central Foreign Affairs Commission. Mr. Sullivan intended to warn Yang about future Chinese efforts to bolster Russia in its war with Ukraine. The United States and their partners are meeting and came one day after the U.S. officials told the New York Times that Russia's request for military and economic aid came from China. 
It had been scheduled before the war and you before the war in Ukraine began and was planned with a follow-up discussion video summit between Mr. Putin, uh, President Biden and Mr. Xi in November, which never took place. We are communicating communicating with both parties directly. That's Beijing. We're absolutely be are aware and will be aware of the consequences for large-scale sanctions if evasion efforts support Russia in the back in, to backfill. Mr. Sullivan said on CNN on Sunday. We will not allow that to go forward and allow that front line of Russia from these economic sanctions from any country anywhere in the world. Mr. Solomon did not make any explicit mention to potential military support from China, but other U.S. officials spoke about requests from Russia and under the condition of anonymity because of sensitivity, the sensitivity of the diplomatic and intelligence matters. Li Peng Yu, a spokeswoman for the Chinese embassy in Washington, said he had never heard of any request from Russia. The current situation in Ukraine is indeed disconcerting, he said, adding that Beijing wants to see a peaceful settlement. The high priority now is to prevent the tense situation from escalating or getting even out of control. However, an email that was sent as of today stated the Biden administration is seeking to lay out for China the consequences of its alignment with Russia and penalties it will incur if it continues to increase its support. Some U.S. officials argue it might be possible to dissuade Beijing from ramping up its assistance to Moscow. However, with the end of the Paralympic Games, China may take the lead in backing up Russia and Moscow during this time of war. Hmm. They waited for the games to end. So there's a, an interesting similar story that kind of expands on that in Zero Hedge. Okay. Oh, this one isn't done. This is like 13 pages long. Oh, I'm, it's I'm, the New York Times. I'm, I know. I mean, they write it's, shit ever. Word salad. It's ridiculous. Um. So Zero Hedge did also put in the part about uh, Lu Pengyu um, about that, you know, I've never heard of that and disconcerting and prevent the tense situation from escalating or getting out of control. Mm -hmm. But earlier when commenting on what's been reported as, quote, significant progress made in Russia-Ukraine talks, uh, Zero Hedge noted that it remains to be seen if this is the start of a peaceful resolution to the war or just another false dawn. Well, just a few hours later, the false dawn has arrived via a bombshell FT, financial Times report citing anonymous Biden administration officials who say that Russia has issued a formal request of China for military support in its invasion of Ukraine. And this was followed minutes later with similar Washington Post and New York Times stories in which looks like a U.S. coordinated leak effort to send a message and warning to China. Russia has asked China for military equipment to support its invasion of Ukraine, according to anonymous U.S. officials, sparking concern in the White House that Beijing may undermine Western efforts to help Ukrainian forces defend their country, the Financial Times wrote. Uh, U.S. officials told the Financial Times that Russia had requested military equipment and other assistance since the start of the invasion and that they declined to give details about wh what Russia had requested. So is the U.S. putting this out as another false flag. I mean, anonymous sources in the White House well, usually just means that someone pulled that out of their ass. You know that right now this means that if if you have anonymous sources coming out, now we're starting to see the sieve, the dams breaking. Mm -hmm. And they're going to start leaking shit left, right, and center. But the bigger part of this article, this was written actually in the New York Times. This was uh, written by an Edward Long. Uh, Wong, sorry, Wong, W-O-N-G. I'm not Wong, I'm right. But either way... <laughs> 
he said something really interesting and i actually agreed with this one part <laughs> that he wrote and i said you know what all right this guy's got it together um he said things to look forward to um and this is what he said he said on the horizon actually he said things to look forward to and what's on the horizon he said if you look at uh the past and you look at what's going on right now between china and russia uh, Mr. Xi's repeated uh, the standard talking points on the war in, in a video call with leaders in France and Germany. He also said that all nations should show maximum restraint and that China was deeply grieved by the outbreak of war again on the European continent, according to Chinese readout. He did not say that Russia had started the fighting. U.S. and European officials say large Chinese companies will most most likely refrain from openly violating the sanctions on Russia for fear of jeopardizing their global commerce. However, on Thursday, some Russian news articles and commentary questioned China's commitment to the Russia uh, movement after news agencies reported that China was refusing to send aircraft parts to the country. Russia has also said that uh, often remind the public that relatively few friends, we relatively have few friends or allies. The officials have said Russia's outreach to its partners is a sign of the difficulties it is encountering in trying to subdue Ukraine. In the future, what we have to look forward to if we have a China involvement in Ukraine is the buildup to the war. Russia got, us, uh, got assistance from Belisarus uh, using its territory to launch part of the invasion. Min, Min, Minsk also tried to help Moscow evade sanctions. Those actions prompted the European Union to step in uh, to impose sanctions from Bel to Belisarus. The penalties limit money flowing from Belisarus to Europe and the European bloc and some Belarusian banks from using the SWIFT financial messaging system. Michael Carpenter, U.S. ambassador for the Organization of Security Cooperation in Europe, accused Belisarus of being a co-aggressor and having stabbed your neighbor in the back, referring to Ukraine. Uh, President Alexander G. Lashenko of Belisarus says the military will not join the war, but Russia has launched missiles from Belisarus and has evacuated some of the injured Russian soldiers to the hospitals in the country. Isn't Russia also a neighbor of Belarus? Yes. So why why is one better than the other? I have no idea. President Bashar al-Assad, obviously of Syria, who owns who owes the government's survival to the Russian intervention in the Syrian civil war, also declared support for Moscow's invasion. Russia has tried to recruit Syrian fighters to join the Ukrainian war, according to the Pentagon. While there are no details of how many recruits Moscow has enlisted or if they have arrived in Ukraine, American officials and Russia efforts were a big indicator to strategic and tactical problems that have prolonged or prolonged its commanders. Before the start of the war, European officials said that Russian military contractors with experience of fighting in Syria and Libya secretly entered the eastern Ukraine to help lay the groundwork for the invasion. But to look forward to what's to come if China enters is what we see going on right here. What is our biggest fight we have right here in our own country? Big tech. This is a liberal saying this. Mm -hmm. Big tech. Using freaking false media. Yeah. All the crap that we see going yeah. on. That's what he says is the biggest fight here in the U.S. He also goes on to say that if we cannot come to a more civil strategy in dealing with our European friends and allies, we have a bigger problem on our hands as a country than China or Russia because it shows that our country is falling apart from within. So I can't. Our country has most definitely been falling apart from within for a long time, and it's that it's guy not, has a, a real not getting interesting. Any better. 
that guy just has a real interesting perspective on it. And he's a liberal and he's basically calling him out. He's like, look, Russia's asking for help right now from China. China's saying, no, we're not going to help you, but we'll secretly help you. Yeah. We're going to try to secretly help you. They've gotten help caught, we don't get caught three times. Yep. So now the question is, do they try a fourth? If they do try a fourth, what are they going to try and do? Is there, what is going to be their contribution? Is it going to be just electronic and parts for planes and stuff like that or guns? What's it going to be? How much do we sanction the Chinese at that point? And wouldn't it be just, isn't it just fucking weird that we're hearing about flyovers and shit of Taiwan and everything else that's going on in Taiwan? They kind of stopped this weekend because somebody got caught with their hand on their pecker. And China got caught with their hand on their pecker with more equipment that was going from China to Russia. So again, I asked the question, the future of this is right now within ourselves, it's internally. We do not have a solid strategy for the United States going forward in any part of this. Well, okay. Dipshit and dipshit too are both so confused as to what's going on in Ukraine, they can't figure out which one's got an asshole and the other one's got a head. I mean, I was going to say, can't you say that Biden is really doing the exact opposite of what China's doing? Biden is saying that we're supporting Ukraine, but he keeps getting caught actually not following through with his promises, like the jets, right? We were supposed to be sending jets over to, over to Ukraine. And nope, they're sitting in Poland. They, they haven't moved. They're, they're not going. We're supposed to be sending fighters over there. Not going to happen. But Camel Toe doesn't understand. Play this clip because um, she is, she is uh, severely misinformed about what Ukraine is. What Ukraine is. So I will say what I know we all say, and I will say over and over again. The United States stands firmly with the Ukrainian people in defense of the NATO alliance. So I will say what I know we all say, and I will say over well, and over play again. It again. Let's play the it. United States stands firmly with the Ukrainian people in defense of the NATO alliance. What Wait does one have to do with the other? They're not in NATO. Exactly. That's why she's in the stupid race. I told you. But this is my point. We don't have a co cohesive so strategy on stupid. our side of the ocean. Yeah. We do not have a cohesive strategy. Fuck Europe. Fuck the Chinese. Fuck Russia. Let's this, just sit over here. In good our to corner hear, of the good world to hear that your mom's all good. Their body sucks stuff. Appreciate okay. that. Thanks um, for the heads up. So, Love for All said, V Lynn, are you on Instagram? I check out the White House uh, Insta comments from time to time and notice something interesting. I wish I understood. I wish I could read Russian. Um, Mick can understand and read Russian, so he'll check that out as well. Uh, I actually, I just started a new Instagram account yesterday because my last one got shit-canned. Um, Yours got shit-canned. As did the uh, one before somehow, that. Somehow I can stay on Instagram, yet I can't stay on anything else. I, I don't think you could have an Instagram account and not have a Facebook yeah, account. Yeah, because I got kicked off Facebook, but they 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 let me make a new Instagram account. Weird. Um, so it is, uh, it's just under Patriot Party Podcast. So look up Patriot Party Podcast and you will find me on Instagram. Come follow me because I have like five followers right now. And, um, oh, eight. I have, I'm up to eight followers, so I, I could use some more. So... Anyway, uh, yeah. So Patriot hey, Party Podcast. And I'm one of them. And guess what? My that son, doesn't count. My son set up my account because I really have no idea how to use Insta except how to get kicked off because they don't like the memes that 
I share. Um, so he then went and, and tried to do his best to get me kicked off instant the first day. What's so, the new, new handle? Uh, Patriot Party Podcast. There you go. Yep. We were trying to hold on to that. Um, yeah. Wow, what a twat. She is so I, Right? Like, How dumb is Camel Toe? I just looked back over and had to see her face. Like we're in, in defense of the NATO alliance. So, um, no, no, no. So, and actually, uh, there, there's a story that came out of the American Spectator. 20, 25th Amendment disability. Can we quickly boot Joe Camilla? No. In the face of their incompetence, today's situation requires emergency measures. Recently, Yale Law School professor E. Donald Elliott, Yale, Yale, okay, a first-rate lawyer and regulatory expert, wrote in TAS that a little-known provision in the 25th Amendment can be used to swiftly toss the sitting president and vice president and replace them with competent, trusted leadership for the remainder of the Biden-Harris term. The provision in the amendment's involuntary disability paragraph, section four, contains the following sentence, the last 11 words of which one might call section four's emergency clause. Whenever the vice president and a majority of either the principal officers of the executive department's or of such other body as Congress may by law provide. Uh, okay. Oh, hold on. In support of his idea, he argued most voters across the political spectrum see Biden and Harris as manifestly unable to govern the former clearly beset by cognitive deficiency. The latter, like many vice presidents chosen for political appeal, despite lacking basic issue knowledge or executive ability or political appeal. Okay. Hold on one second before you continue. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's let, just read this for a second. Okay? okay. Yeah, please. Because you said this guy is from where? Yale. Okay. Let, let's, let's get Yale it. Yale law. In the case of the removal, section one, amendment 25, section one, in the case of the removal of a president from office uh, or of his death or resignation, the vice president shall become president. Section two, whenever there is a vacancy in the office of the vice president, the president shall nominate a vice president who shall take office upon confirmation by a majority vote in both the House and Congress. Section three, whenever the president transmits the pres uh, president pro temp of the Senate and the Speaker of the House representatives with written declaration that he is unable to discharge the powers and duties of the office and until the trans and and until he transmits them in written declaration to the contrary, such powers and duties shall be discharged by the vice president as acting president. Whenever section four, whenever a vice president and a majority of either the principal officers of the executive departments or such other body as Congress may by law provide transmit to the president pro temp of the Senate or the speaker of the house Rep or house of representatives, their written declaration that the president is unable to discharge the powers and duties of the office. The vice president shall immediately assume the powers and duties of the office as acting president. Okay, so I didn't hear a single word that motherfucker just said in any part of the Constitution, which I have right here in my little handy-dandy book, okay? Now get this. Let's make sure that we understand this properly, okay? In the case of the removal of president from office or after his death, okay? So that means president died. He was alive, he's dead, okay? Or he resigns much like fucking old uh, Nixon, okay? At that point, the vice president becomes president. However, that is only a temporary position. 
Understand why? Because it requires a two-thirds vote from both the Senate and the House to get confirmation that the vice president is now the president. Has that ever happened in history to where it never happened that way? No. Okay. Well, let me finish reading and give you what he lays out here. Okay. So uh, Congress should call upon Biden and Harris to both resign voluntarily. If either or both refuse, Congress should activate Section 4's emergency clause and schedule a plebiscite. The House and Senate should each vote by simple majority for a recall election, asking a majority of the electorate to vote that is neither that neither is capable of discharging the powers and duties of their respective offices and to replace them with a caretaker national unity government. If a majority votes to recall both, Congress would pick two replacement leaders who are trusted by both sides. An illustrative example pr Professor Elliott offered was to have top Democrat Leon Panetta serve as president. No. And respected Republican Robert Gates. No, who served in the Bush 43 and Obama cabinets to serve as Panetta's vice president. Other respected figures could well fit the bill. So we could not, uh, there's no fucking way. We're not putting Panetta and Gates in there. I mean, that's just ridiculous. But because this is obviously for Miguel Professor, who's big hardcore left-leaning. But um, big Mike might I mean, it. Big Mike might do it. But it, you can't have a national unity government when there is no national unity. So really quick. First of all, <laughs> That is so dumb. I, it came I, out of a Yale law professor. I didn't say, I, I didn't write I, I got gotcha. you. I'm saying that is so dumb on so many different levels. Uh -huh. First of all, where, you guys all just listen to me. Where, at what point did I ever say that the Congress can come up and say that they're going to give the 25th Amendment to the president and the vice president telling them both to step down? First of all, that can't happen. That, that doesn't happen. Okay. That's number one. Number two, because what would we call that in the United States if that actually ever happened? A coup. Exactly. So this goes on because they do give you kind of a, a review of what four sections mean. Thereafter, the president transmits to the president pro temp and to the Senate and to the Speaker of the House of Representatives written declaration that no inability exists. He shall resume the powers and duties in his office unless the vice president majority of either the principal officers of the executive department or such other body in Congress made by law provide transmit within four days to the president pro temp of the Senate, the Speaker of the House of Representatives with written declaration that the president's unable to discharge the powers and duties of the, his office. Thereupon, Congress shall concede the issue, assembling within 48 hours for that purpose, if not in session. If the Congress within 21 days after that receipt of the letter, written declaration, or if Congress is not in session within 21 days after Congress is reacquired and assembled determines in a two thirds vote that both houses of the president is unable to discharge his powers or duties of his office. The vice president shall continue to discharge the same acting president. Otherwise the president shall assume all powers and duties of his office. So nowhere in there does it talk about the vice president ever becoming president at any point. Okay. But you're unless, unless the president resigns or dies. So yes. that being said, Nothing like that actually exists in the U.S. Constitution. Okay, but you're missing the point. Okay? Uh, here's the point. Regardless of whether or not this could actually work, which this Yale law professor apparently thinks it can. Uh, yeah, he's smoking the fucking straight crap. that a uber-liberal Yale law professor is calling for the immediate resignation of both Biden and Camel Toe. Little buyer's remorse. Think about that.
mean, seriously, think about that. You have a Yale law professor calling for both the president and vice president to be 25th out. That's that's the point. That'd be interesting. We'll I mean, see if that works. I'm, I'm just I'm just saying. <clears throat> okay. Think... Whatever. All right. Are so me? so the biggest news over the weekend is that um a, it's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off. For Look at that. So uh all right. Yeah, bro, Yale has all the cool clubs. Yes. Yes. So true. They do like the skull and the bones. Skull and bones. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how many kids, I mean, how many presidents have gone to, to Yale? Like half of them. The other half went to Harvard or some shit. Yep, right there. Skull yeah. and Bones, et cetera. Yep. yep. Um, but anyway, so. Uh, Thank so, you for the uh, commentary. So the big, that. the big news over the weekend was, was obviously the reporter getting shot. Yeah, the so. reporter. The, so two reporters got shot. Um, one of them died. The other one got shot in the neck and the other one was shot and was having surgery. So wait, before she says anything more, I'm going to let you watch the clip. Yeah, watch I, the clip. Stop. I want you all to listen to it, okay? And I want you to tell me at the end if you think I'm crazy or not. But just watch. Tell me, tell me, please, what is your name? Juan. Juan? Juan. Where are you from? Uh, the U.S. Yes. What happened to you? Uh, we were, we crossed one the first bridge in Nirpin. We're going to film other refugees leaving, mm -hmm. and we got into a car. Somebody offered to take us to the other bridge, and we crossed a checkpoint, and they start shooting at us. Um, so the driver turned around, and they kept shooting. It's two of us. My friend is Brent Renault, and he's been shot and left behind. And how is he? I don't know. You don't, I don't know. know. You don't know what happened to him. He was, I, I saw him being shot in the neck, and we got split, and I got pulled into the. Uh, and who brought you here? Uh, an ambulance. I don't know. Okay. Tell me, tell me, right, what is your... Now, you guys just listen to that. Yep. Did you hear what he said? He asked. He, the lady asked him what happened. Okay, well, I was driving up to a checkpoint. When I got up to the checkpoint, we went through the checkpoint. We were on the other side of the checkpoint, and we started getting shot at from behind us. Okay, so you went up to a Ukrainian checkpoint. Let me make sure that the facts are clear so everybody understands it. You went up to a Ukrainian checkpoint. You passed through the Ukrainian checkpoint because you're media, so obviously you can. You're going to film more people, refugees, leaving Ukraine, going to Poland. And then you you got shot at from behind. You got shot at from behind. Who's behind you? Russia at the Ukrainian checkpoint going into Poland. You got shot at by Ukrainians from the Ukrainian checkpoint going towards Poland. But yet when they covered this to include Fox News, Newsmax, OAN, yep. every right side broadcasting news channel that's on fucking TV. Said Russia did it. Russia did it. Russia killed them. Wait a minute. Hey, from, Brett Bear. From, from the Ukrainian checkpoint? Hey, Brett Bear. At the Polish border? Hey, Brett Bear. I had no idea Russia fucking had Fucking Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson. Where's your fair and balanced reporting? Why can't I look at this story and see the bullshit? See that... Look, you had Ukrainian troops open up on two fucking U.S. reporters, kill one of them and wound the other one. Their fair and, fair and balanced reporting went away with those big checks from uh, Health and Human Services Apparently. to to only so, talk nice about the vaccine, which— Are, are, we, can, are we crazy? My are, question are we crazy? is, 
are we crazy? Because I cannot believe Big Dumb said fire, uh, friendly fire. Uh, well, Biden said, yeah, good, good, good. One. Oh, wait, hold on. I got to go way fuck up. Uh, here we go. Did this guy get shot in the butt? On, yeah, I think see. so. Uh, those press labeled vests and stupid helmets didn't help much. Nope, sure didn't. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Did this guy get shot in the butt? I, I, mm, he was having surgery. I don't know. He, he has a bandage on his stomach. So I think he had a through and through in his guts. I think he's got another one right in his butt though. Yeah. I think there's a damn good chance he got one right in the butt. Um, Stage questions, no one. Yeah, I know. Especially, well, I don't know. Except he could be. That he could be higher heard, than a kite. Yeah, he could be higher. They're doing I, surgery on me. him. They they loaded his ass full of opiates. He trust doesn't me. give a fuck what's going on. I, I've been in that position yeah. before. Let me tell you something. You want to see some fucking purple dragons? I'll show you a fucking purple dragon. Enough morphine. Let me tell you. You see some purple dragons. Yeah. Uh, shot and left. Yeah, great point. Friendly fire, possibly. That's what I'm thinking. I didn't hear him say be from behind. Flag but I might have missed it. I don't it. think he said exactly from behind. He said they, they went through the first checkpoint and then they, they got shot at. But the thing is, they were at the Ukrainian checkpoint going into Poland. Where were the Russian shoulders? No, no, no. Where they were the weren't Russian at the, they were going the other way. They were going into Ukraine. Oh. And as they were going into Ukraine, they passed the Ukrainian checkpoint from behind them. And there was another Ukrainian checkpoint in front of them. So the only way Either, they were getting so shot they were at, surrounded they by were, Ukrainian soldiers, they were getting shot at by Ukrainians. Yep. Yeah. FF is false flag. Yeah. Uh, let me see. What a love for all. Yes. Love for all. Good catch. Yep. Uh, no false. Uh, uh, yeah. No, FF, FF is false flag. Well, I was saying friendly fire. Yeah. It could be that. Please, Mike, make. Take, take me, me to the, the magic, magic track. Yes, I will. Oh my God. All you got to do is we got to go get the purple surrettes. So when the war breaks out here, go find a medic and just thump them over the top of the head. Take the little bag. They're about this big. They're purple surrettes. It's the purest morphine you'll, you'll ever get. Matter of fact, if you get that, if you ever get that, like I've gotten that and then I've gone into a hospital and gotten morphine injections and the morphine injections that I got in the hospital didn't do dick for me because after you get that, it's like 99% morphine and it's fucking amazing yeah, because the idea no, thank you. is to make you go to sleep. Yeah. So you stop screaming that would, and yelling. That would make me go to sleep forever. I'm good on that. Um, and the other thing they give you, they gave us a lollipop. It was the, uh, that's the drug, big drug going around now. Um, fentanyl. Fentanyl. Yeah. They, <laughs> give fentanyl they gave you a fentanyl lollipop. Fuck, yeah. Oh man. This shit's oh, awesome. Fuck's sake. Okay. Even when you're not like doing it for doing it. So here was the other story from over the weekend. Apparently, Iran blew up uh, a U.S. consulate in Iraq. Northern, uh, Northern Beal, yes. Okay. Uh, so South Syria, Southern Syria, if you will. So... Iran has claimed responsibility for a missile barrage that struck near a sprawling U.S. consulate complex Correct. in the northern Iraqi city of Erbil, saying it was retaliation for an Israeli strike in Syria that killed two members of its Revolutionary Guard. So they're striking a U.S. consulate because of an Israeli strike? Does anybody want—now do you want to know what I think it is? Yes. Okay, so— there was a bunch of Iranians that were also infused with those Russians that were capped, you know, tapped on the head by Donald Trump uh -huh. when he said, hey, Putin, watch this. Boom. And then killed 56 fucking mercenaries that were training in a camp in Syria. Uh, the Iranians, uh, I'm beginning to believe now the Iranians were in that camp and they were waxed with those fucking Russians. 
and this is just their way of lashing back out because didn't you know have we not noticed now look at all the balls on all these guys right i you know i used to joke about it. i said you know i said look at the big balls on justin now i'm saying look at the big balls on iran look at the big balls in fucking china well that's because they didn't have big balls they had great big you know dripping pussies yeah when trump was in office now they got fucking Biden there who can't figure out what day it is and where his pants are 90% of the time unless Dr. Jill's right there helping him zip him up behind him and or his depends aren't full and fucking now they figured it out. They're like, oh shit, we can really push this faggot. Watch this. So, but they bombed a U.S. consulate and and we've heard what from the White House? Uh, this? This? Yeah. Well, when it works, yep. it's about the same thing. I mm -hmm. mean, today, there we go. That's what we've heard. This is mm -hmm. what came from the White yeah. House. Hey, Jen Psaki hasn't even tweeted about it. Why hasn't they? Ha they've done three pressers since that reporter was yep. killed from the White House. Mm -hmm. Three of them. Mm -hmm. They've stood in front of the podium three times. Mm -hmm. They had that uh, one worthless chick, the Psaki's backup. I forget her name. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, she's absolutely worthless. Jean, Jean, she gets on Jean, there and she goes, Jean Pierre or something. Uh, it's like listening to me read a yeah, story. She's it's got like, some holy name. shit, you fucking suck. Yep. But she was up there on Sunday night and she was <laughs> talking about it. And then uh, earlier in the day, Piznazi was up there talking about it. And then supposedly this morning, I didn't see it. I don't know if anybody else caught that one, but supposedly this morning, they had another presser about that, about this whole thing that took place in uh, Erbil. And again, uh, or no, it wasn't about her bill, but what took place with the reporter again. Yep. And uh, what's his name? Um, little Pete, the fucking fat kid, the one we always Deucey. make fun of. Deucey. Yeah. Um, we are making fun of him, but he gets up there and he was about to ask the question. They cut his mic off and they ran to the of fucking Of course door. they so, did. Of course they did. I, I'm, I'm not saying that Fox is... Fox is totally... They're just as fucked up as everybody yeah, else. Yeah, they are. But they were trying to ask the right question finally. And I'm amazed that no one else has even stepped up. It, you would think that these candidates, especially in the Democratic Party right now that are running in 2022, because there are candidates right now that have turned their back completely on this rebuild, uh, uh, build back build better, back better. Uh, rebuild back better or whatever the fuck yeah. Biden's rebranding this as. Um, they are backing way the fuck away from it. Matter of fact, they're running so far backwards that you can not only see the bottoms of their shoes, but every bit of gas that drops from their ass because they're like, we have to stay away from this because in 2022, this is going to get us fucking destroyed. They have come out fucking saying it on, on the new saying, saying, hey, look, uh, I don't know if this is the right way to go with this. I don't think we should be supporting this. I don't think, um, and oh, and the, the whole fact that Biden keeps blaming inflation that obviously occurred on his watch oh, on we'll, Putin. We'll get to that. All of that is all piling up now. And yep. all of these politicians are starting to realize we're not going to win if we continue to follow this strategy. So they are backing. They're not just backing away. They are running for the fucking border. Please let me out of here. Let me out of here before this dumb bitch and this dumb asshole sink me and sink my political career. And that's why you have Yale law professors calling for them to be 25th out. Exactly. So this is all getting worse and worse and worse for them. I, I don't know how you survived this. There has not been one thing they've been successful at the whole time they've been in office. Cheating. That's why Mayorkas came out and said that well, they're, they're and lying. Yeah, and they're they're going to crack down on anyone who, you know, could ever possibly question 
the, any election, they didn't specify the 2020 election, any election. So that's going to be your future elections too. 2022. Yeah, yep. absolutely. And you know what? The scary part about that is it's going to, where is that going to start? Right now. No, 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 no. Where? Where is that going to start? It's going to start in the primaries. No, no. Where's that going to start? What, I don't know what you're getting In the at. polls. They are going to do it right in the polling station. Well, they're where, already trying to change laws here in Georgia. Where you go to vote, that is where it's going to happen. Yep. Okay. This is about to get really ugly because they don't realize there's a lot of people like me. There's a lot of people, as we've seen in our own chat, in our own little world that we live in, in our uh, mirror box or whatever, echo chamber, whatever you want to fucking call it. We all think alike. We all know what's coming. We're not going to sit here and just let it happen. Yeah. If the pollsters think, oh, well, they'll just come in and vote like they normally. No, 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 no. Not only are we, we'll vote. We will vote. Yeah. We're going to watch you like a hawk. Yep. And the first sign of trouble, we're not calling the cops. No. We're going to call those other people that we know. Yeah. The people that says breaking case of war. Yeah. Because that's what it will be when we have actual evidence of them trying to steal the election. That's it. Because uh, we now that, we we no longer have any faith or trust that they're going to do anything about it. So if we can't trust them, we're going to have to do it ourselves. We went mute. Can you hear us? Uh, can I get a five by five? Yeah. Can you guys hear? Because according to everything I'm seeing, we're frozen. Frozen now. Weird. That's odd. Okay, love for all can hear us. So Robin Marie, maybe just pop out and pop back in. It yeah, might just be here. This is crazy. This has been so retarded. I know. And we're actually on, we're actually, I'm hardwired into the internet. Yeah, so there's on, no way yeah. that this shit is fucking around. Anyway, so we got, this is the one you asked me a while ago and you asked me to tell our listeners too, hey, what is going to be the shot heard around the world? Yeah, I did ask you that. And I did ask you to tell. This is going to be the shot heard around the world. You think because, so? Yeah, because I don't think we're going to stand for it. So, but how can they possibly target anyone who's questioned the election or questioned the COVID narrative. That is literally the entire country. What about, think about this. Think about what this also lines up. You know, all those ongoing court cases right now mm -hmm. to include Georgia, Arizona, and Wisconsin. Yeah. Guess what? Yeah. That would mean that those are illegal now and those would have to stop. Uh, yeah. Does anybody else not see the problem with that? I mean, it, this is so blatantly unconstitutional. It's not even funny. So blatantly. So, uh, looking for a county in Georgia with construction work. We are looking to relocate from Biden sucks stuff. Come to Bryan County. Yeah, absolutely. We know yeah. lots of people in construction. Well, we got a lot of, I know a lot of friends in construction. Yep. Uh, now, what is this one? More videos from the independent. Uh, I don't know. Which is, what is this one? I have no idea. You, you pulled it up. It's your shit. Say my clip. Oh, ah, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, shit. Oh, yes. I'm glad you got this one. Yep. This is awesome. This is a little humor for you. Not really. It's kind of scary, actually, but it is a little. Dark it is. Humor. That might be an ad starting in the, in the front. No, Maybe I that's... already let it go. Oh, okay. All right. Check this out. Listen to what's said. Make sure you're listening to this. Yeah, this, this is, is fucking hysterical. It really is. If you're listening, independent Russian tanks pass through. Ukraine, northern Ukraine. Okay. So you just see tanks rolling down the street. These little houses. Actually, 
while we're here. I might as well go back here real quick, just so you guys can get an idea of what these okay. are. Okay, Russian tanks. So pass this through village northeast. That Kiev. first one right there, that is a T-82. Uh, it's their main battle tank. It's comparable to our M1. It's not as advanced as our M1, but mm -hmm. it's pretty good. It's not horrible. The other one you see later on over here. Uh, doo -doo 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 -doo. The guy's out for a Sunday stroll. That is a BMP. Okay. That's, uh, basically a troop carrier. Um, it's uh, kind of, it goes in the line if, you, uh, if you've seen our strikers and our uh, big up armored uh, Max Pro uh, vehicles. That's basically what that is. It actually falls more in line with our LABs and stuff like that. You see military driving around in. They got all big four of the wheels on there. Anyway, that's what those vehicles are, just so you're aware. That's not a tank. It's not. They normally have a couple of those in support, in support of what's going on. I hope they got this whole thing. I hope they really do have this whole thing. That one right there, that's T-72. That's different from the T-82. It's got more of a rounded top. You can see it's got a little dome on top. I don't think this is the Fox Reporter, though. No, this, I don't think so either. Just, this is just this video is just of tanks it. running through. So there might be another clip in that story that I meant for you to pull. Okay, well, you didn't do that. So Okay. All right. Well, in the meantime, Big Dumb says, uh, guys, I heard something about mass arrests coming in May of all people who questioned COVID or the election. I can connect you oh, with the guy who told me so y'all can verify. Yes, please do. Yes, please. Uh, Love for All says that'll be a lot of people to arrest. Yes, Robin says they can come and get me. Yes. Uh, the US. Um, so Big Dumb said, yeah, which is why I found it weird, but apparently it's legit. Love for All asked, is that what the FEMA camps are for? Well, that's a very good possibility. They're, you know they're going to be coming for us. And now we're froze up again. Okay. Because, oh, it was running. That's why. All right, forget it. All right. All right, so we're going to play this. Yeah. I got it. I found so here's it. Maria Bartiromo. Whenever it catches up, it's being really slow. And it really right is. Now. I don't know what the hell's going on with this damn thing. Okay. okay. We're going to have to fix it. There we go. And the javelins that uh, the U.S. has sent to support Ukraine, people do not have answers for that. It seems that there is a predetermined outcome here in place, and that is a slow death for Ukraine and President Zelensky as the Russian forces continue to inch closer with all of these uh, other fatalities that we're talking about. And some people have told me over the weekend that they feel that at the end of the day, this administration does not see Putin as the enemy. They see him as a partner on many issues. They see him as a partner on climate change. They see him as a partner on, on the Iran deal. When is this administration going to get serious in telling Vladimir Putin, we are done with partnerships? That means no Iran deal, walk away, no more renegotiating on America's behalf, no more products from Russia, uh, a, truly a pariah for the world. But we're not there yet. And I don't know how many more deaths we are going to be talking about until we get there. But it seems that right now the outcome is pretty clear with Russian forces getting closer and closer to the capital and, and, and these provocative moves uh, right near the Poland border and near U.S. military installations. That's what I've got in, for, in terms of the. And the so there, she was basically saying. The this the is all bullshit out loud. This is all bullshit. This is all bullshit. This is all wag the dog. We this, have they made all this shit up. We have Russia working with us, us partnershipping, uh, partnering with Russia and all this other shit. Uh, she's not saying that this is bullshit. 
She hasn't gone that far yet. No. But she pretty much says, this is bullshit, folks. Yeah. Like, don't pay attention to this. And I got to agree with her. I'm like, yeah, shit. She's right on. Yeah. Yeah, she really is. There, she's not. She's been one of the few that have not been wrong. I have to agree with her on that one. Anyway, uh, that was, yeah, that was that one. Okay. So Madison Cawthorn is a gangster. You know, they're trying to stop him from running. They're trying to throw January 6th at him and say that he can't, that he, he can't run. Because he was involved in January 6th or, uh, or he was present at, during January 6th or, or whatever. because he spoke out a, a, about it or something. I don't know. Something like that. Okay. So this is him obviously saying something bad. Yeah. Well, not. Uh, or not good for them. Not good for them. Remember that Zelensky is a bomb. Remember that the Ukrainian government is incredibly corrupt and it is incredibly evil and it has been pushing woke ideologies and it really just the new woke world. Oh, okay. So he's been talking, he's talking about Zelensky, Zelensky is a punk, punk being a woke punk, nonetheless, a woke punk. And that basically all, all of the, all of our woke libtards run their shit through Ukraine. Isn't that weird? So, yeah. Uh, is that not yet? That wasn't that one. Okay. Here are the undies. Oh my God. (laughs) So, uh, Tulsi Gabbard came out as well about Ukraine and Mitt Romney called her a traitor. So Mitt Romney's coming after Tulsi Gabbard, which, uh, between the two of them, I mean, Tulsi Gabbard did graduate from Klaus Schwab's Young World Leaders. I was about to say, didn't, wasn't she a Klaus Schwab? She sure is. Um, but I still, uh, uh, what's so name? Biden suck stuff said, uh, so she's seeing, is saying we need to be more nationalistic. Maria so, Bartiromo. Sounds that way. Yeah. Kind of. You know, Maria Bartiromo is the only one left on Fox because Lou Dobbs got kicked off. That's actually like been straight up speaking about election fraud and now the Ukraine shit. Uh, Tara says I'm a big Cawthorn fan, spinal injury family. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Understand that. Yeah. Yeah. He has no fear. You know what happens when, when you've literally faced death, the rest of it is petty bullshit. You have no fear about speaking out. You're like, what are you going to do? Kill me? I already almost died. Go ahead. Bring it. That's uh, that's where I'm at. Fuck. I know. I, I don't know. give a shit. All right. So uh, this is what that's she said. That's why I'm said. at too. Because I almost Chelsea. died. Chelsea. Yeah. Here are the undeniable facts. There are 25 to 30 U.S. funded biolabs in Ukraine. According to the U.S. government, these biolabs are conducting research on dangerous pathogens. Ukraine is in an active war zone with widespread bombing, artillery, and shelling. And these facilities, even in the best of circumstances, could easily be compromised and release these deadly pathogens. Now, like COVID, these pathogens know no borders. If they are inadvertently or purposely breached or compromised, they will quickly spread all throughout Europe, the United States, and the rest of the world, causing untold suffering and death. So in order to protect the American people, the people of Europe, the people around the world, these labs need to be shut down immediately. And the pathogens that they hold need to be destroyed. Wow, she really said the quiet part out loud there. A little, uh, hmm, what do they, what do they call it? She's like the quiet part out loud yeah, i mean no. she said like look those labs contain like what Deadly we're looking pathogens. for yeah. what we're looking for covid covid yeah. came out of these labs um uh foreshadowing that's it yeah. that's what i was looking for a little foreshadowing there yeah which kind of just 
That's the world economic thing going in here. Is the cat in here? I have no idea. The hell? So, old Peter Ducey did go after old JP there, Jim Pasake. Pasake, the Pasake stuff. And, uh, and I think we might have actually played this one the other night, but uh, I have to play it again because it's, it's just so a fantastic. Lot of fun. It's, it's my favorite. Inflation goes up today. The president's statement blames the Putin price hike. Are you guys just going to start blaming Putin for everything <laughs> until the midterms? Well, we've seen the price of gas go up at least 75 cents since President Putin lined up troops on the border of Ukraine. And, and last month, the statement didn't mention the Putin price hike. It mentioned inflation because of the pandemic. Why is that? Well, Peter, last year, last two years, there was a pan global pandemic. Everyone who's a uh, global economist have all agreed that that has been the biggest contributor Fucking to twat. date of inflation because of the impact on the supply chain. Obviously, global events impact the economy, the global economy, as well as global inflation. And the uh, price hikes as a result that have ex escalated over the course of time of President Putin's further invasion of uh, the impact on the global oil markets are, of course, having an impact. Inflation. Yes, she's a twat. And yes, she's, she's horrible. Yes. And Biden sucks stuff. I did try to watch golf this weekend. Of course, it was rained out on Sunday <laughs> or so, Saturday. Totally off topic. And Biden but yes, it is very woke. Retarded. Have you not noticed how woke it is? Yeah. He said, uh, has anyone tried to watch, watch golf and thought it would be cool if they played some 90s punk or metal over it to make it better? I think anything that they played over it can make it better, especially like something else besides golf. Just play something else entirely. It would make it better. But don't worry about it because Janet Yellen's going to go ahead and blame everything on Putin, too. Why not? Because everybody else is <laughs> yes! fucking everybody else I'd in the wait. administration is doing it. Love for all said, didn't they find anthrax in those labs, too? Yes. Anthrax and mustard gas. And well, they um, found a bunch of shit. Yeah. I don't remember anthrax or mustard gas, but I do remember. I know that they they talked about pathogens. They talked about. Uh, hold on a second. They talked about pathogens. They talked about um, some of the more. Uh, deadly pathogens, uh, you know. So interestingly, Dr. Francis Boyle was on Alex Jones today with Owen Schroyer, and he was talking about uh, genetically engineered uh, viruses, mutated strains labs. of viruses, viruses. Yes, yes. that were uh, that they have been collecting our genetics for years that the U.S. has. Yes, and they've been developing bioweapons, and we've been talking about this for nine, know, ten months. We started now. the show, I think. So, yeah. So, um, what did Janet Yellen have to say about the financial crisis? Oh God, I don't want to make a prediction. Uh, exactly as to what's going to happen in the second job. half of the year. You know, we're likely to see another year in which 12-month inflation numbers remain very uncomfortably high. I don't... You, you don't say. You don't, you don't say. say. It's going to be high. Hey, folks, don't worry about it. It's going to be high. So What uh, I hope to be later, it will be high. Here's here's a really interesting point that I heard today. So, you know, they're saying this is the highest inflation that we've seen in 40 years since the early, late 70s, early 80s, Okay. However, because uh, in the late 70s, and early 80s, the CPI was different than what it is now. If we used that CPI to calculate today's inflation, it would be over 20%. Yep. It'd be like between 22 and 25%. Hey, and real quick, just because I want to get to this before we. Yeah, we got about. Well, we'll, pro we'll probably. We got about late. 30 minutes. We later. normally do. Um, oh, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll, no, I got no. that too. So. Pfizer came out and said this weekend that you're going to need a fourth shot of COVID. Oh, yeah. It's necessary. Yes. Okay. Yes. 
Pfizer came out and said that. Yes. Why, why, why did Pfizer come out and say that? Uh, money. Yeah, that's what I think. That's what I thought, too. Um, the regime, uh, uh, the regimen of two initial doses plus a booster was not able to protect against the variants, uh, and it wanes too quickly in strength, uh, Borla. Borla uh, data. Most people who need to get a fourth COVID-19 vaccine dose to be protected from the virus, they, uh, the head of Pfizer said on Sunday. It's necessary for most people, the CEO Albert Borla said during an interview with CBS's Face the Nation and asked if Americans can expect to get an annual COVID booster every year. The regimen of two initial do doses is not strong enough to protect against the variants, uh, Borla conceded, making additional shots inevitable. Right now, the protection you're getting from the third shot is good enough, actually quite good for hospitalizations and death. However, it's not good enough against the infection, but it doesn't last very long, he said. Pfizer and other CEO uh, uh, Pfizer and other companies are working on shots that will protect against any future variants. Omicron was the first variant that was able we were able to evade in a skillful way in an immune protection that we were given, but also that in the duration of the protection doesn't last very long, Borla told Margaret Brennan. In. 40 days. What we are trying to do and what we are working very digitally to do right now is to make not only the vaccine that will protect against all variants, but including Omicron, but also something that can kill us all for the next year. I'm sorry, protect us all for the next year. My bad. I added that. Against uh, Delta Deltacron. Deltacron is the new one. Have oh, you heard it? about that? Oh, no, I thought it was HIV-cron. No, no, no. Deltacron. It's a combination between Delta and Omicron. Apparently, they they met at a bar. Uh, they had a one night stand and Ooh, one thing led to and another. Now we have Delta Cron. Next thing you know, she came out. That's she was walking I'm a little horse legged. It, that's why I called this episode the return of COVID. Because they are back, bringing people. the COVID narrative back. And the WHO, remember the WHO just recently said that they, they came out against boosters, especially for young people. They're like, no, you don't need a booster. No, they have now reversed their stance on COVID booster. They now strongly support extra doses. Wow. WHO, mm -hmm. everybody else is flip-flopping worse than Fauci. I know it, right? They look like a fucking dead fish or a fish that's about to die on the bank of a fucking river. Yep. Yep. Flip-flop, flip-flop, flip-flop. But, you know, there's, and and it makes makes me wonder because we heard this weekend about all of these celebrities now who've tested positive for COVID, right? What They're about the bringing ones- bringing the COVID narrative back. What about the ones that have tested positive for HIV? Like the 5,000 military members that tested positive All for HIV? All of a sudden, suddenly of all 5,000 military 5, members who military have members. not been involved in anything else no. tested positive for HIV no. over the weekend. Yep. 5,000. So everybody else figure that one out real quick, fast yeah. in a hurry. Like, uh, is that so not weird? Barack Obama- in case you guys didn't hear, he tested positive. Barack Obama has COVID. So, but he said, as he said, he's had both vaccines, not negative, and no. his booster. So he has a scratchy throat, and you should all go get vaccinated. Oh well, because he tested positive for COVID after getting two vaccines and a booster. Well, Big Mike's been sitting behind him just. Pounded that thing, you know. But Big Mike apparently does not have COVID yet. Sean uh, Penn also tested positive for COVID. William Hurd passed away this weekend. Well, and this is funny because um, Sean Penn, uh, yeah, William Hurd did pass away. So Sean, Ten, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson at the DGA Awards, I don't even know what the fuck that is, um, explained Penn's absence from Saturday's event saying that he had COVID. But Penn's rep the next morning say, said it may have been a false positive. Hmm. Interesting, right? Yeah. But a hard positive for gay 
I mean, well, K-er than AIDS. but in, you know, Sean Penn is like leading the woke libtards. Yeah. Well. He's, he's like number, number, the A list of woke libtards. So Obama has COVID. Sean Penn has COVID. Yep. Uh, William Hurt died. He's that Oscar winner guy. He was a big guy in uh, the, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, fucking Spider-Man um, and uh, Iron Man. And Kiss, of, Kiss of the Spider Woman. Yeah. Um, I think he won an Oscar for Kiss of the Spider Woman. Something so like he that. died um, unexpectedly. Apparently, uh, they said he died of natural causes. This morning, they did a big thing on NBC. It was like all of the prior cast members from uh, Family Matters got together to talk about Bob Saget and his death. Uh, very funny. They did not talk about the actual death. Mm-hmm. They just talked about his life while they worked with him. Of course, uh, the Olsen twins were there, and there was no no talk no. about rape. No. no talk about old Bob Saget, well, you know, you know. him or anything like that. Nope. Hmm. No, that's because it didn't happen. Interesting. Um, so anyway, natural causes can mean many different ailments or issues, but the easiest way to define it is to, by defining natural in the phrase. Natural causes are simply internal factors. This could be disease, medical condition, or just some failure in the organs. Mm. Hmm. That's what they they confirmed as. Uh, notice how they shifted the goalposts on yeah. natural causes yeah, yeah. now too. Natural causes means you can still die from something unnatural. Yeah. However. But now it's natural. It will be considered natural, natural now according to that. natural causes. I wonder uh, if you run into um, the path of a high speed bullet, is that considered a natural cause? I mean, because you're the idiot that walked into it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Just saying. Um, and then uh, Haley Bieber. Yeah. Haley Bieber. Um, that that's Justin, Bieber's Justin Bieber's sister or something? Like, no, wife. Her wife. His, oh. Her like supermodel wife. Yeah. Uh, she, she had a TIA over the weekend. Mm. Uh, a, a small blood small, clot. Just a small She's, stroke. You know, wasn't a big deal. 25. That's totally normal. Um, so, uh, so yeah. It just happens. Yeah. And they think it, it was because he had COVID. He had COVID last month. So she got a blood clot this month. That that makes sense, doesn't it? Mm. Makes yeah. You wonder. Okay. So it, then, does, it does make, well, and then, and then there was something else too. Hmm. Um, and uh, honestly, it's, escaping you it 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 really is outstanding uh, oh yeah 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 okay so i hope you all watch the true spiracy episode that we did on saturday um i know it's really long but there's so much awesome information in there and something that we talked about or some you know one of the big parts of that episode that we talked about was this release of the pfizer data right mm. uh those eight pages so um this article came out and uh it's called Data is power. Experts weigh in on court-ordered release of Pfizer vaccine documents. So what I found really, really interesting was that this guy uh, claimed that... Hold on one second. Let me get to this part. All right. Um, He said, uh, a graph appears to indicate in the same time frame, 42,086 adverse events were reported. Of them, 1,223 are listed as fatal with another 9,400 listed as unknown adverse events. The events themselves are not necessarily related to the vaccine, says infectious disease expert Dr. Dale Kalina. It's just a part of the reporting process, and it's a requirement. Dr. Kalina says it's disingenuous for people against COVID vaccines to imply the list of events as proof the vaccine isn't safe. 
This is an affront to the reality that we know, which is that after the billions of people that have received the COVID vaccines, they are safe, they are effective. Yes, they are, of course, some side effects related to it, says Dr. Kalina. He notes each event doesn't mean the vaccine caused that reaction. Rather, he says it was reported to Pfizer in the days and weeks after the vaccine was administered. Um, okay, so, so he's, hold so, on, hold on, hold on. Wait, this this gets better. This gets better. Dr. Gerald Evans, chair of the Division of Infectious Diseases at Queens University, says it's patently false for people against COVID vaccines to use one graph and one document as proof positive the vaccine isn't safe. The 1,223 deaths were actually amongst approximately 10 million vaccine recipients, giving an overall mortality rate of 0.01% or one in 10,000 persons. Well, what I would that actually- That is not true. That is, a, okay, first of all, what I'd like to point out is A, that's a lie because right off the bat, the first problem with this is they in nowhere say how many people were actually given the vaccine at that time in which all of that was reported. So we have no, no, absolutely no idea what the base number no, is. No, no, that's not true because we went over it in, in, no, the, in no, the data. They, there was 45,000 in the study that that information came from. There were 45, because this is from the, pre this is from but the clinical the, trials they the numbers kept going up if you remember mm -hmm. in in the trial so they didn't just start out with forty five thousand and track forty five thousand people no they just let it keep building 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 so we actually have no idea how many people were actually hurt understand this number just remember she said one thousand two hundred twenty three people died from the vaccine Understand when smallpox came out, 125 Americans died. 158. We pulled it off the fucking shelves. Yep. All right. So where 25 people died from what the MERS or the SARS vaccine, the initial one, and they pulled that one off. 125 bird people. Flu, I think avian flu. 125 people died. 1,223 people died. Uh, there's a big problem there. There's a big disparity. Dis disparity in numbers yep. uh, don't tell me oh well it was just the indian, indian folks we didn't want to hurt their population bullshit don't give me that had nothing to do with that it had everything to do with the fact that they knew that the vaccine wasn't safe back then they pulled it from the shelf now we've got another unsafe vaccine out there and they're going to just keep giving it to us not only do they keep giving it to us but then they get on tv and they say hey go get your vaccine go get you your better booster. go get your vaccine now they did you notice the, um, you probably haven't seen it, but uh, anybody else that watches sports normally, uh, I was just watching today because obviously the big selection came out last night for the March Madness bullshit, which I never understood March Madness. When March Madness begins in the middle of March, why do they call it March Madness? It should be just like March and April Madness. It just shouldn't be March Madness. That's fucking stupid. Unless it starts and ends in March. But the big one with this one, and this is the fucking part that kills me, right? Now I'm seeing athletes, star athletes come out. They were all out all over the weekend for the fucking basketball shit. And they're all sitting there saying, oh, go get your vaccine. Yeah, because they're getting paid to say it by oh. health and human services. Once again, you are being controlled. The majority of our percent. country is being controlled. Please. If you remember one thing from this episode tonight, what I'd like to you'd like you to take away from this, because we're only on tonight and tomorrow. Tomorrow we might be a little late getting on, and we tomorrow might we be seven. We we definitely have a hard stop tomorrow night because we have to be off because I've got another show to be on. Yep. But Nick has two other shows besides this one to do tomorrow. Jesus, I don't and know it's that. just him. It's and not me. I got to work on top of that. Yeah. But the bigger one thing I want you to take away from this episode, I want you to go on. Go Google, go to fucking whatever you do, DuckDuckGo, Google's the evil I know, but go to DuckDuckGo, whatever you want to do. Do me a favor, look up the patent number for the television. The fucking television. Swear to God, 
Go look up the patent. Please read it. I want you to listen to this, though, at the same time. Yeah. Why you're thinking about that? If it plays. Nothing beats uh, the taste. Of course of it is. Oh, it's a fucking ad. Are you kidding me? Yeah, we're going to play jackpot. All right. Yeah, we're oh not going to. Oh, my fucking Lord. Gonna, I'm not going to make you watch that. We're not going to play I'm, jackpot. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, Wait. Whoa, whoa. All right. So I we're going to skip ad. I might be able to skip. Skip. Okay, boom. There it is. Uh, stop. You fucker. Jesus. Oh, fucking piece of shit. <laughs> I fucking hate this thing sometimes. All yes, right. this oh. is what happens when Mick gets frustrated and everything is bullshit. Welcome to Tucker Carlson. Tonight, you wonder if looking backward many years from right now, historians will notice the remarkable coincidence in timing. Have you noticed? Here it is. At exactly the moment when the emergency powers they awarded to themselves to fight COVID started to wane, our leaders began pushing for conflict with Russia. And then on the basis of that conflict, they assumed historic war powers. Hmm. Without even pausing, the Biden administration declared total economic war on a sovereign country. No American had been killed. The United States had not been invaded or attacked. And yet with no meaningful public debate or congressional authorization, the Biden administration destroyed that country's currency, then removed it from the international banking system that impoverished its population. Then the administration begins seizing the property of people affiliated with that country without a trial or due process of any kind, without even bothering to explain exactly what crime they had committed. No American government had ever done anything like that before. If there was one thing the US government long stood for, it was the rule of law. The integrity of the system was always the most important thing, but not anymore. That turned out to be an era and that era is gone. Because the target is Russia, very few Americans have noticed any of this. They support it. Virtually no one has paused to ask him or herself where this might be going. How long until our leaders do something similar to their domestic enemies here in the United States? How long before they accuse you of collusion or disloyalty or some other hard to define crime, declare you an enemy of the state and then confiscate your bank account? Something very much like that just happened in Canada. We don't imagine it could happen here. Mostly we just don't think about it. What we think about is Ukraine. And that's the other thing that's changed. The tech monopolies now exert a level of control over American public opinion that has no precedent in all of history. Eliminating Section 230 or whatever piddling reform Congress is talking about at the moment, it all seems like a joke at this point. It's too late. The medieval church had less command over society's emotions than Facebook and Google and Twitter now do. For the past two years, you have watched these companies above all define who you as an American must hate. Depending upon their directive of the day, our citizens dutifully change their social media avatars from BLM signs to mask up slogans to now Ukrainian flags. Each is a crisis and each new crisis is carefully stage managed from Silicon Valley at the direction of the White House. How does the human brain compete with this? How does it understand it? Well, it doesn't. Clarity and perspective become impossible. In the hysteria, even the recent past just evaporates. The morning that Russia invaded Ukraine, you may have been talking about a lot of different things, COVID or crime or the southern border. Not anymore. Much to relief of the White House, all of those topics have been forgotten, maybe forever. No population has ever been more skillfully manipulated than our population is being manipulated right now. But even with the tech monopolies on. So real quick, folks, this is what I've been talking about. Listen to you just heard Tucker say it. Uh, I mean, he couldn't have put it in any better words. There's no better way than what he did. And he literally 
went off about the whole fact that tech monopolies are controlling everything. You can't go on Facebook. You can't go on Twitter. You can't go on Truth Social. You can't go on fucking Twitch without a disclaimer being put in there. Like, for instance, today I went to find uh, I didn't get to listen to Justin live today because I was busy doing other bullshit. Yeah, I missed you in the chat. And I I, I'm, well, I went to get on his chat and I, I know he just called me, too, and I got to call him back. But um, on the chat, I took a picture of it and I sent it to him because I was like, dude, what in the fuck is going on? Because I got this. I saw this. Freaking thing. At the bottom bottom of it, it says audio portions of this video have been muted as it appears they contain content owned or controlled by a third party. Ours say that too. Do they? Yeah. My question is, I wonder, do they, did they remove anything else? Did they block any other content? I never got to watch it because it took forever to fucking download and I was really getting pissed off with it. I almost threw my phone out the window. But yeah, I always thought they just muted the song that we play in the beginning. I, I don't I don't know because Justin doesn't do anything like that. I exactly. The only thing that Justin plays is his own Yeah, his own like, stuff. Yeah, his own ads, his That's own why I question what else is going on there. So, so I expect that for us because we play actual music. Yeah, and clips and, and clips yep. and stuff like that. Yep. But Justin doesn't do any of that stuff. And I was really shocked to see it. And I sent him a I sent him a text message. I said, Hey, dude, what the hell is going on? I mean, are they trying to cancel you now on Twitch? Yeah. And I'm beginning to believe that we're all fucked. Yeah. I, I don't think I don't know how long we're gonna be able to keep doing this, to be honest with you all. Because eventually they're gonna come for us too. Well, we're going on the Patriot Podcast Network here very shortly. Um, so that's a, a separate stream. We're gonna be on Red Pill, uh, redpills.tv here yep. soon. Um they're Which still, comes they're with the still, foxhole, everything else. Still uploading our videos. We're going to be on foxhole. Um, so you know, we'll we will still have a platform. It it's just going to be in that the the separate economy, as it were. But as I said before, separate society. Go get that patent number for the television set. I'm telling you right now. When you read that patent, and you think about what Tucker just talked about, and he said it better than I could ever say it to you. And that's the biggest problem is that all the technology today, what's being strewn from your TV to your fucking head, unless you have a lead apron, yeah, like some of us have, um, unless you have that lead apron, you're not going to stop any of that shit. This is nothing but straight up mind control. Everything that you're seeing is straight up fucking mind control. This is the type of shit that we do in the military to foreign countries. We do it all the time. We play videos on repeat. We take over a television station. We plug in our shit. We broadcast our signal. We put, you know, nothing but repeating, repeating things of the U.S. military just rolling over your military. What does it do? It downtrodden's all your people. Your people just say, fuck it. Yeah, finally, morale they, is gone. Morale shits to bed. They're like, yeah, I don't want to fucking die. And they roll out and they're done. Yep. We did it in Iraq. We did it in Afghanistan. We did it. We've done it all over the country. The biggest one, it's the being one done in Ukraine right now, the one that worked the best for us. Hmm. No, no, it's not. That's the crazy part. The one that worked the best for us was when we went into Panama and fucking in 90, 94, when we rolled into Panama, we, we were there for 24 fucking hours, mm -hmm. 24 hours. We had that fucking whole fucking goddamn country mopped up and cleaned done. 
done bitches. Jobs done bitches then rolled out. Well, 2 million people so far have fled out of Ukraine. You don't think the Russians have taken over the media and they're nope. just spewing propaganda nope. on them? I don't. You want to know why? Hmm. Still have yet to see a Russian video. That's true. I still have yet to see a video released from a Russian soldier showing fighting on the ground. I cannot find it. Yeah. And is that being controlled by our side? Because everything out of that... Russia has been canceled. Why is everything out of Russia been canceled? So we can't see the other side of the can't, story. Or because there is no other side of the story to see. No, there is. No, there is I mean, another like, side. There's nothing going on. Or there, that's another possibility. Mm -hmm. How? Why is it so many Russians still don't know that there's a war going on in, I, in Ukraine? I don't know. How do they not know? Oh. I don't know. I mean, I get state-sponsored fucking TV. I get it. Yeah. I understand that. I'm we not arguing it. it. Yeah. You're in state-sponsored TV. What I am talking about is why are we not? This is supposed to be a social media war. Just like they told us that uh, Iraq and Afghanistan were be social. How I can go show you video upon video upon video of shit that I was involved in in Afghanistan. And I, they're like, yep, I was there. Mm -hmm. I've showed you videos like that. Yep. I have videos like that. Yep. I've actually posted some videos like that. Yep. I erased a lot of faces and names and deleted names and stuff and faces that were in there that people shouldn't be seen. But we saw it. Everybody saw it firsthand. There are videos all over YouTube of us fucking up Afghans. Yeah. Just fucking A-10s coming in, dropping the heat. I love that shit. But the only video we see out of Russia is some tanks rolling, rolling through, through a small village which in could northwest be of Kiev. Anywhere. Anywhere literally in anywhere. all of that side of Europe. I mean, it could literally be anywhere, anywhere. It doesn't even have to be in Europe. Yeah. Could be in Russia. Yeah. Could literally mm. be anywhere. Just saying. It just, it doesn't make no sense. The shit's getting thick, folks. And it just keeps getting worse because the administration's done. What has the administration done to convince any one of you that there's a war going on right now in Ukraine? They have done zero for me. They have showed me absolutely nothing. They try to say, well, we put all these sanctions in place. You put in sanctions. Why not give them weapons? And oh, well, we gave him javelins. No, you didn't. Trump gave him javelins. So you did not give him javelins. We're we're sanctioning Russia. But in reality, isn't Russia sanctioning us because they've stopped exporting fertilizer, wheat. Now, Ukraine is not exporting weed, wheat or fertilizer either. Um, or oil. Or, or oil. So really, we're being sanctioned because, I mean, understand that 25% of the world's wheat comes from Ukraine and Russia. Yeah. And more than that of fertilizer, commercial fertilizer. So right now. That's a lot of shit getting pumped out of there. Right. Just well, like, and okay. And, and think about it. So right now, uh, Sergeant Horace. Yeah. We, we played Tulsi. You're late to the party, sweetheart. We played Tulsi a little bit ago. Um, love it though. Keep yeah, it up. Yeah. That she's spreading the lab. Call theory. It. It's not a theory. It's, it's not a theory. It's, it's true. Um, but anyway, uh, so when you think about it, so when you decrease the wheat supply that significantly or the grain supply in general, it's not just a loaf of bread on the shelf. It's also your your meat, your poultry, like your beef, your I mean, basically anything that's commercially produced as far as meat. What do you think those cows eat? What do you think the chickens eat? They all eat grain. Yep. If there is no grain to feed them, you're, the shelves are going to be very bare. Uh, Mike Adams today is predicting that the end of this year, we are going to see serious food shortages, food riots. He's actually saying they're going to roll out um, 
food rationing. And I, they're, they're I heard, gonna, I heard, I heard that today too. I heard that on a separate the, podcast, and uh, it was on a liberal one actually. Really? Yeah. They're going to use the the COVID uh, vaccine passport infrastructure to roll out of uh, essentially food passports. Who can get food? Because you can't get food unless you've been vaccinated. How about that one? Yeah. Oh, that. And Mike Adams said the same thing. Yep. I heard that on. Okay. So again, now do you think I'm so crazy for spending all this time on my vegetable garden? Cause I'll I'll tell you what. Absolutely. Uh, Politico (laughs) tells me something different. We're going to be eating this summer and I can't say the same for everybody else. So for all of you out there that feel like you're a bad dad or you feel like you're a horrible parent, even for the women. So this applies to you too. um, Just think about this. Tom Brady was home for two months. And he was dealing with his kids for two months. And he said, no, fuck this retirement shit. I'm going back to play football. <laughs> See, no, but so, the better meme was. Yes. I've, I've 22 years is long enough. I'm going to retire. Inflation 7.9%. My place is on, on the, the field. field. <laughs> yeah, that was hysterical. <laughs> but uh, we had a tweet here. These two past two months, I've realized that my place is still on the field and it's not uh, in the stands. The time will come, but it's not now. I love my teammates and I love my supportive family. But not uh, his actual family, apparently. Yeah, they make it all possible. I'm coming back from my 23rd sam- uh, season in Tampa. Unfinished business. So Tom Brady is back. Let's fucking go. Oh, uh, oh Sergeant Horace says Sergeant he Horace. was working. That's why he's late to the party. All I right, guess we'll, we'll forgive you. We'll forgive you on that one. Uh, countries are announcing halting exports of food already. Yes, there's yep. already food riots going on in, I believe, Iraq. Um, there's food riots going on in the Middle East already. They're all over the place. Yeah. All right. I definitely want you to play this clip. Um, so I talk about a lot about Ed Dowd. I found him a, a while back and I've been talking about him pretty regularly on the last few podcasts. So if you guys aren't familiar with Ed Dowd, I would definitely recommend that you guys go follow him on Twitter. He was suspended for a while. You have to type out his whole name because he's hardcore shadow banned. Type out Edward Dowd. I believe his Twitter handle is uh, Dowd Ed. At D-O-W. Edward Dowd or what? At Dowd Ed. Okay. Um, but anyway, so this is, uh, and he used to be an executive for BlackRock. Um, All right, he, let him He talk. knows his shit. All ages. Uh, the bottom line is my uh, insurance industry expert, former sell side Wall Street analyst, went into the CDC data. We were looking for other things, but what we found was pretty shocking. He took the data and it, it took some time and effort and did a lot of work. He broke it down by age and he created baselines for each age group to come up with excess mortality. And the money chart is really chart four, which shows that the millennial age group, 25 to 44, experienced an 84% increase in excess mortality into the fall. It's the um, worst ever excess mortality, I think, in the history. Um, Just to give you an idea, when you look at chart four, you see when mandates and boosters hit the acceleration into the fall, and then um, it reaccelerated into uh, the end of the year. The drop off in that data you see there is reporting issues. It takes time for millennial age uh, deaths to be reported because they're usually not hospital deaths. So um, that data is gonna be updated and probably shows a continued uh, disturbing trend. So just to put some numbers on this, um, In the fall, uh, starting in the summer into the fall with the mandates and the boosters, um, there were 61,000 excess millennial deaths. Basically, millennials experienced a Vietnam War in in the second half of 2021, okay? 58,000 people died in the Vietnam War, uh, US uh, troops. So this generation just experienced a Vietnam War. And I think this is the smoking gun that the vaccines 
are causing excess mortality in all age groups. And uh, it's no coincidence that uh, Michelle Walensky refuses to answer Senator Ron Johnson's letters. They're hiding. Fauci's gone. She's gone. They're hiding. So I'm going to put a, a word out there. Uh, and it's, it's a word that's old, but it needs to be reintroduced in the conversation. This is what we call democide, death by government. So the government, through the mandates, has killed people. Wow. 61,000. That's uh, in just millennial yeah. age group in one season, in three months from the summer into the fall, 61,000 people between the ages of 25 and what, 34, he said. Yep. 25 to 34, 61,000 people died. So when you go into and think about where those people tend to work, right? Millennials. They work IT. in food, food service, hospitality. I mean, your some of your your lower income yeah. jobs as well, right? Um, also, yeah, IT and and yeah. more of the physical trades. But yeah, yeah. But a, a lot of the service industry, yep. right? So right now, when you go into a restaurant and they say uh, there's a sign up there that says, uh, you know, please excuse the wait, we're, we're short staffed. staffed. It's because their staff died. Exactly. It's not that they don't want to work. It's that they're dead. They're dead. There's no one to fill these jobs because they're dead. Well, that's, a, that's an interesting theory by by far. I, I don't take anything away from them, but unfortunately, until we get more numbers, until we get some real factual data, and I'm sure he's not far away from it, it, it the unfortunate part about it is we. that's a tough one to say until except, you actually have it. Except I saw a story today, a piece came out, and I thought I had it here, but that's okay. It's in my head, um, where they're saying that the excess mortality, wait, get this, guess what they're saying it was caused by? COVID. They're saying that the number of COVID deaths obviously was significantly underreported, giving the SS, well, course, excess mortality. Of course they're going to say of that. Of course they're going to. They're trying to blame it on COVID. Until we get more, especially about, until Pfizer starts breaking free of all their information and dumps the rest of the 58,000 pages or whatever, it still has to come out that the judge ordered them to get rid of. Um, when that happens, we're going to have a lot more information. Of course, it's going to happen at a much later date than what we want. Mm -hmm. But again, they think we're stupid. Yep. Um, they think we're dumb and we have bad ideas. Uh, we just happen to think they're dumb with bad ideas. And, uh, we just happen to be like, no, we're not going to forget this. We're going to keep following this. We're going to keep tracking it. And when the, all the documents get out there, it's going to be on right side broadcasting on everything below level or below spectrum, whatever you want to call it. Yep. We're going to be reporting it. We're going to be talking about it. And it's going to be the one place that you're going to be able to come hear about it instead of going to. NBC or Fox News, where all they do is tell you the same bullshit over and over again. And I'm tired of hearing the same bullshit. But either way, uh, really quick, tomorrow night, we might be starting a little late we because are. I do seven. have two other shows to do. I've got one before our show, and then I've got one right after our show. So but we will have a hard stop at 830. Uh, 8.30. So tomorrow night, Mick is going to be on American Media Periscope with yep. Josh um, at uh, 6 p.m for an hour. So be sure to turn into that, tune into that. So uh, if you guys don't already follow American Media Periscope, please go check them out. They do great shows. I watch the Sean Morgan, Sean Morgan report on there all the time. Um, so, has something to do with the military. So I don't know if I'm be able to, and I, I don't know how these folks are, so I might not be able to fucking throw out the old. Yeah, fucking no, you can't cuss on there. They don't cuss. See, it's a clean show. It's going to be babe. tough. I'm going to have to fight yeah. that one. And then right after our show, Mick's going to be on deplorable nation, deplorable nation with, uh, old cannabis and comedy. Yeah, so, 
yourself. with Josh from Cannabis and Combat. So Justin, uh, I'm sorry, Justin, Josh, and then Justin, um, and that'll be uh, streaming on Roku on uh, yep. the Patriot Podcast Network. So, yep. so if you don't have Roku yet, go out and get Roku. Roku. Yep. I can't. Even fucking we don't have speak Roku, tonight. but I think we don't have you have, have, have Roku. We're gonna have to go get it. I know. But um, we have uh, we're we're we are going on there just so you're aware. Uh, we got the final invitation since our uh bit with james which you guys I'm, I'm telling you we have the greatest audience ever we really you guys do. you guys fucking rock yeah you guys are what makes the show keep going yeah we bring up stuff we might not hit all of your comments but if you comment a lot i'm gonna start throwing your shit up there especially if they're good comments they got a lot to do with everything um we're gonna be doing um well what is it the patriot podcast network yep we've been asked to come there uh janet called me this past weekend said hey I just kind of got off the phone with them. They want to put you guys on there, blah, 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 this, that, and the other thing. Ever since the thing with ja James, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, hey, that's fine. And that's she cool. was pissed because she's been recommending us for months and yeah. it took James and Josh to recommend us for them to bring us on. They're and like, Justin. oh, should we talk yeah. to those people? Um, yeah. So uh, either way. Love for All says, do you have a link to the Pfizer adverse reactions? Yes, it's in our Telegram. Um, so go We can to, repost uh, it, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, I will. I, I'll tell you what, I will pin it to the top of, of our, uh, the, Patriot Party chat. Chat. Yes. Uh, so if you're not, you can go to the show notes and and link into the Telegram, and I will pin it to the top because it's it's. And it's you don't have insane. to ask for permission anymore. You get in there automatically. Yeah, no, it's open because you guys have started finally kicking the shit out of every troll that comes in there, and I really enjoy that. I appreciate it. <laughs> yes. Uh, what is this? Uh, can you cast the show? Have here on um, our channel or Justin's? I don't think. I so. don't know, but we can find out. I'll yeah. ask. I'll ask. Um, I will ask. Uh, Janet, see what she does. I don't know if she does any casting. I think she does a lot of pre-records. So, well, it might be. Uh, yeah, I. You know what? I think it might be pre. I think this one might be pre-recorded. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. I, so I, I don't think. I don't think that's gonna. I'm be looking live. forward to it just because she wants me there because of Justin. And I was like, why do you, you don't know what happens when the two of us are in a room? Yeah, that's. Her. Yeah, she's Kinda gonna scary. have a hard time. We fucking nobody could control either one of us. Yeah, let alone both of us at the same time. Ain't that the truth? Either way. Okay. Um. Before we get out of here, uh, just another up, just so you all are aware, Wednesday and Thursday, we will not have a show. There will be no shows Wednesday or Thursday. We will be back Saturday night. Uh, reason for Wednesday and Thursday, just in case you fuckers aren't aware, it is St. Patrick's. It is. And mind you, because Mick is like on the St. Patrick's Day Committee in Savannah, which is a huge deal. It's the biggest holiday of the year It is here down in here. It's like my Christmas, I mean, my New Year's, I, I, we and have, my birthday We have an all event almost every day. Yeah. Um, so Wednesday, he has a, a, a military event that's associated with the St. Patrick's Day Parade. We actually, we've already been in two parades. We did a parade on Saturday. We did a parade yesterday. I live streamed that under under just myself, under V. Lynn Quinn on Twitch. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm actually, I think... Uh, because I will be marching in the parade on Thursday, the St. Patrick's Day Parade here in Savannah, which is a big, the deal. biggest parade of the year. It really is. So I think I'm actually going to log into my phone on on Twitch um, from the po the podcast, and I'm going to live stream the parade on our Twitch channel. It'll just be on Twitch. Um, so I'll be live streaming the parade so that you guys can get an idea of how crazy it is. I mean, there's millions of people. Also realize this is a weekday parade. It is yeah, not a weekend. So, it is not a weekend parade. So yeah. it's a lot different than what you're thinking. It'll be like um, half the crowd it normally is, but yeah. even that will be like, it'll, it'll be, be amazing. So it starts at 10 15 in the morning. Um, and I'll probably start a little bit earlier than that, but, uh, I will be live streaming the parade. Do you want me to show, shoot you the, uh, no, no, no. The video from yesterday. Else. I'm going to do just something else. Stand by. Okay. 
I'm doing something else. Because right I now. do have video. I got I to gotta, I gotta let everybody take a look at this one because it'll oh, goodness. all giggle. All right. Just to let you know how big of a deal it is down here for us. Yeah. Especially me. At least me. I mean, it might not be for everybody else down here, but for me it is. Uh, where do I see it? So there, oh, there it is. Okay. My son decided to take some pictures before uh, I left the other day uh, for one of the events. Oh, come on, you stupid fucking computer. Oh, it's H-E-I-C. That's why. Fuck. All right. Well, we'll, we'll have to post it to the Telegram. All right. We'll post it to Telegram. We'll tell, post it to Telegram. You can take a look at it there. But it is um, a classic photo. It's one of the more classic ones. One of my more favorites. But either way. Uh, so we will not be back, uh, Wednesday or Thursday this week, but nope. we will be back Saturday. Um, unless she live streams it and, I, uh, I will be all live stream. I, I probably won't live stream the entire four hour parade because I will run out of memory on my phone. Um, but I'll, I'll at least do part of it or I'll do it as a couple different streams. So, uh, yeah, tune in so, um, Thursday morning, starting at 10 15. I'll be live streaming the St. Patrick's day parade from Savannah, wherever you're at on Thursday, tip a couple and, uh, just, yep. Or uh, St. Pat, you know, hey, yeah. thanks for the Irish, because uh, we were the first, we were the first slaves in this country. So, you know, you'll have that those big jobs. Yeah. We just don't give a fuck. If we had millions, no. we would care, but we just don't. So nope. it doesn't matter. So either way, yep. for the Mick. And be Lynn. We will talk to you later. And uh, good night. And yeah. Fuck, I ain't taking it. Not going to take it. <laughs>